0: Johnny we Wade. All, we
1: all know John, but you, you brought him on.
0: All right, here we go, Are man. we rolling? The, uh, this is our episode number...
2: 357.
1: Yeah, I think it's 358, <laughs> right
0: around
2: there. <laughs> yeah. What, so,
0: seven? on today we have...
2: Get uh, up. Wait, close are we and on? Are we on right now? Yeah. We're on. Oh. Get oh. close and personal. Right. What's up? Get, John get Wade. intimate
1: with get, the mic. Yeah. I'm like getting Craig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. After Don't Craig's people? text yeah. to introduce you coming on, that was pretty funny. Do you know John? Of course I know John. I've known John a long time. <laughs> so John Wade. That's why I didn't wasn't worried about sending unicorns and everything else as a text back and emojis.
0: <laughs> Thirty year police officer, RPD, Newport mm-hmm. Beach PD, RSO, retired sergeant.
3: That's about right. Friend of Craig. stalking him. Did you go to yeah. Elsinore? No, he was uh High school, upper class. No, I went to uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, he's with the Regis Regis High School, uh, the John Regis. Okay, but you lived in Canyon Lake. Uh, Lived in Canyon Lake. Moved there in like sixth grade, and uh, on and off, pretty much all through high school.
0: So, thirty-year cop. Now, what are you doing?
3: Uh, I just uh, was hired by Link Brokerages. Plug uh, (laughs) as a realtor. (laughs) This podcast is sponsored by (laughs) Link Brokerages. (laughs) Link Brokerages. Come out of you out of an asshole boss though that's the only bad thing about it kobe yeah he's of a dick <laughs> 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 yeah that
0: was a shameless plug i had to throw it in there for sure oh yeah awesome. so yeah here we go man so we're uh, gonna jump right in man so i yeah. know rick usually has some questions but i just like to say 30 years as a peace officer thank you very much for your service my yes, man you're yeah, welcome sure, my you, brother. you got was, out
1: before it got, got really crazy so i don't know how much i mean you're,
0: you're retired now so you, now you can talk kind of shit if you wanted to a little but.
1: bit nice
0: so tell me, man, like what's going on in the world today? I, I, I look at what uh, what cops are are being yeah. told to do or treated. How they're, how they're being treated?
2: You still have buddies that
0: like? Oh, yeah. get g- g- oh, give me the rundown, man. What's going on? Absolutely.
3: Gone? No, it, my last two years made it really easy to leave. Uh, with all the riots and all the stuff going on, and just the uh, the BLM movement, and just COVID, and Everything else, it just made it really easy to transition into retirement. And so, you retired in 19 or 2020 uh, mm-hmm. I actually left on my birthday in 2021. Probably oh, so just cool. last yeah. year? Yep. So, it just been oh. just over a year.
4: Hmm. Okay. So.
2: Now, did you, but when did you, like, did, is that because you had a bunch of vacation time? No, or? so
3: the way that our department works is in most, you have to wait till a certain time period. When you hit either fifty nowadays, a lot of the guys getting hired, they gotta wait till they're fifty five, or some even have to wait till they're fifty-seven in order to collect your pension. Okay. So the program it's kind of convoluted and complicated, but the program I was under was you could not retire until you were fifty years of age. Mm-hmm. So on my fiftieth birthday I pulled the plug and retired. Got it. Okay. So it doesn't matter on time of service. Doesn't matter on no. time of service. You could have been working for two years and when you hit your fifty mark you can punch out yeah, you weren't going to get much out of that <laughs> you're <but. laughs> not going to get enough to fill up your tank so yeah it's definitely today, definitely
1: but. different than uh like the uh, my dad's drop program and stuff that he was in you know he got to his certain yeah 33 years and he was like similar done, but know.
3: completely different yeah so but yeah all good now transitioning into real estate and uh go work for i'm officially going to be craig's bitch <laughs> so yeah it um,
2: 30 years of that but, <laughs> but like did, when you retired did you feel like like what was your idea of retirement yeah, like you know, I, I'm gonna retire and I'm just gonna drink margaritas on the beach or like no,
3: well, I don't sit still very well according yeah. to my wife. So I always <laughs> knew I had to do something, and we we transitioned and uh, we actually moved to Maui for about a year, and uh, I was busier being retired than I was when I was working. Mm-hmm. So and that's just kind of the way it is. Even still today, is I mean there's not enough hours in the day to get all the stuff done I want to get done. So uh, retirement for me has not been sitting on the couch watching TV every day. Um, right. You know, we don't even have there's, a TV. There's here.
1: things like golf, you know. Yeah,
3: not, uh, yeah, not so much. All
1: right. Uh-huh. Home yeah.
3: improvement, working on my house, uh, planning our house that we were going to build in Hawaii. That was a big part of it. We had eight acres, so I was maintaining the land. The lady that owned it was in her 90s. She deferred maintenance for like 15 years. So I oh. got really good with a chainsaw. Really good with a pole saw. I had my own tractor. I had a brush hog on the back. I would sit on my tractor probably two, three hours a day. It was a good time. So, so how long no. ago was that, though? So we just got back in August of last year.
1: So you were still on the job living over there?
3: No. no well, on paper, yes. Okay. So I moved o- we moved over in December. I didn't retire on paper till January. Okay. So we were over there for about a month while I was still, quote, unquote, on the books. Okay. Um, I just burned some vacation time and went over early. But, yeah, so. Yeah, I think retirement,
2: you know, for anybody is just like, like having the freedom to do what you want to do. Like, you want to work on houses versus go out in a patrol car. Absolutely. You know, so you, you're lucky enough to be able to make that decision. If it's
3: hot out, I'm in board shorts and flip flops as opposed to having right. to put on a bulletproof vest and sure, <laughs> 25 pounds of gear and go sit in a car in direct traffic. So, no, having the ability to be retired at this young age, uh, I'm very thankful. No I doubt. feel it. I mean, I feel it every day. I mean, physically, you feel your age after 30 years of working as a cop. For sure. No doubt. But so uh, if
0: Anthony wanted to go in and uh, be a cop, what would you say? No chance.
1: <laughs> Firefighter.
0: What was the best okay. part about being a cop? What did you like about it?
3: I loved everything about it. If I could go back to, to myself at 21 years of age and you said I have a decision to make, I can go do anything else, I would choose the same path.
0: So why would you say no to Anthony? Times have changed.
3: Yeah, time the times that I came up in the department, and the, you know the things that we saw, and the respect, and the um, and now the lack just the own. way that we were treated um, by well, the public, and mm. I don't want to say all the public, because most 90% of the public supports us, yeah. but it's that you know people see dollar signs when they see cops nowadays, yeah, yeah. And how can I bait this cop to say something he shouldn't say or do something he shouldn't do so I can get paid, and then even if he does his job correctly. They're still going to go after you. They're finding a way to. Yeah, yeah. it's just, you know, and then they always bring up the race card just because that's, you know, how do you argue that? Right. Mm. So, yeah, it's a no win for I
1: mean, it's a very difficult job for cops right now. So then you can't really do your job right, too, sometimes because you're worried about that in the back of your head that what am I am I going to slip up one slight bit that I don't think I'm doing something wrong, but everybody's videoing this and it's wrong in somebody else's eyes to where now it becomes what it becomes, you know? Absolutely,
3: it it really makes you, like if you're, you know, got some downtime, and you're gonna go out and are you gonna go look for a bad guy to take to jail? Or are you gonna go park under a tree at a park and read a book because your pay doesn't change. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. your internal motivation that motivates you to either go out and be a good cop and go look for the bad guys and prevent crime before it happens and do all that stuff as opposed to, I'm gonna go be a slug, park in a parking lot behind Walmart and read a book or uh eat my until i get a call yeah Yeah. eat my pollo loco and just relax as opposed to going out and actually trying to make a difference
2: and do you feel like that's what officers are more inclined to do now absolutely just because of the current
3: absolutely um yeah especially after the last three years with all the stuff that happened in baltimore all the stuff that happened in wisconsin so baltimore um, man that was floyd right no that was wisconsin so minnesota actually you, you see that as
0: a police officer what was right and what was wrong, and then give us the, your point of view on the reaction that was the after effects.
3: You know, it's hard to say because you're not there, right? We don't so, have all, so all, all the I, v- yeah, information. I, I can't still, right? even, I mean, and I, I've said this a hundred times if I've said it twice, is unless you're there and you know what's going on outside of the view of the camera, uh, because- what happened prior to? The people that are standing around him and yelling at him, get off him, get off him, are they advancing on him to where the officer's holding? It? I mean, I don't know, sure. I wasn't there. so. it's really hard to second guess that's why you kind of got to leave it to the people that do that stuff for a living to second guess it and to dissect it I haven't seen all the evidence on it I really can't uh, say one way or another because I'd be wrong without having the information in front of me it's a crapshoot and that's what's so funny about our society today is you watch a two-second video clip on YouTube and everybody makes up their mind yes nobody dives into it. Nobody knows the beginning what, then, hap- what happened before the video camera came on or what got cut out and what got edited yeah. because that's not sexy. This is sexy yep. because, oh my God, a police officer made a mistake. I mean, I see NBA stars all day long motherfucking the crowd. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm coming after you. Chris Paul just did it the other night. Yeah. Somebody bumped his mom or something in the crowd and he's like, I'll see you later. I'll catch you later. I'll see you later. And he's threatening the guy. And I'm like, okay, if a cop did that, yeah, you'd lose your job, but he's a representative of the NBA in uniform in an arena doing that, and nothing happens. Yep. And it's just sad. It's a it's a complete double standard in our, our society. Um, and I do I think cops should be held to a higher standard. Absolutely, but it's getting to the point where it's unreasonable. It's just it's they can't be human, and yeah. they're human. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. So
0: the, what was Baltimore was
3: uh, that was gray. That was the one where the guy was in the back of the. Uh, they handcuffed and put him in the back of the. Uh, the, van. the police paddy wagon. Yeah. They call it paddy wagon back there. And uh, he was messed up and didn't give medical aid, whatever. I don't know the, all the details on that one as well.
1: And then but the other one was the Brittany one, right? Brianna Taylor. Or Breonna, Breonna Taylor. Yeah. That was a
3: search warrant they were going in. Yeah. Her boyfriend shot at the cops, actually shot one of the cops. They returned fire, killed him, or and killed her. Um, which, hey, if you're going to stand behind your boyfriend and he's shooting at the cops, just my opinion. <laughs> I mean, Probably it's kind going of common to, sense. It's not risk really of your life and the, yeah. the longevity of your life at that point. so huh. um, yeah, it's just it, it's like back to back. and I'm, I'm not saying there aren't bad cops out there, and I'm not saying there aren't bad shoots out there, because there are. but the ones that they seem to the media seems to be jumping on are the wrong ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. and here's, here's a prime example of how the media twist up is uh, Trayvon Martin, the one in Florida with Stand your Ground, where Zimmerman winds up shooting the guy. The president of the United States gets up, shows a picture of 12-year-old Trayvon Martin and looks at the picture and says, man, he could be my son because they looked alike. They didn't show the picture of what he looked like today at the time of the shooting when he was oh, a man. A thug or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he was a full-grown man. They chose to show a picture of him six years prior and skew the, the opinion in the media, skew the public's opinion on what happened. And it's wrong. It's yeah. absolutely wrong. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, the one thing, it'd be like, any, anybody that's got a job, you go to your job, you do your job that day, and then the next day you're reading the paper what happened at your job, and you read the article and you go, None of that's that. not even remotely close to what happened. Yeah, but but that, the media gets away with it. Yeah, yeah, and now the, all of America believes well, because, yeah, what it the news so said. quick. Because
1: Versus it's sexy. You. Yeah.
2: yeah, they twist it because it's sexy. And what and do you no think no the motivation for that is? Like, what do you think of motivation it was itself, to show it's just, that? It's, it's, no, I mean, for the president to come up. Like, what do you think his motivation division. was? Division. Yeah. Well, that's part of the racial opinion, thing
3: right there. My I mean, personal yeah. opinion is, if they keep us all fighting down here at the local level and amongst ourselves. We can't watch what's going on. We don't watch yeah. them steal all <laughs> the money. And, and I hate to say we're it, seeing it, it right now. That's yeah. that's where it comes down to. It. I mean, I hate to say it, but. Most politicians, not all of them. There's still a couple of good ones out there. A couple. but that, That's saying a, couple, a lot. A couple. Yeah. Jim Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Trey Gowdy. Uh, there's a few of them. Chavitz, yeah, There's some good ones out there. Tulsi Gabbard. Til- yeah, there's some good ones out there. But I'm saying, for the most part, how do you go from being bankrupt? Hillary and Bill Clinton, <laughs> when he got elected president, they were almost bankrupt. They were getting ready to file bankruptcy. To being worth hundreds of millions of dollars just by being the president of the United States. Making 400 grand a year. Yeah. It that's does. The math, either. the math doesn't work. No. The math doesn't work yeah. out. So. Well, look at and the, it's unfortunate.
0: Uh, like Nancy Pelosi, they make what? Well, 180. The ones a that have been in office for years?
1: 50, 40, 60 uh-huh. years, whatever. You know, yeah. I mean, it's and
3: all of her husband's. Yeah. They're all connected. All, yep. Oh yeah. It's, you know, it's look at Gavin Newsom. Yep. Gavin Newsom lives in a house. that was worth, four, that's worth $4 million. His brother gifted it to him tell me that isn't shady
0: yeah how about okay you're the
3: governor of california what's his salary you know three four hundred thousand maybe no, not even. i
1: shouldn't be if the president's <coughs> only making that sure. you know yeah, no.
3: okay so two or three hundred thousand which let's be let's be honest way underpaid sure hundred percent i've always
1: thought the presidents are too
3: but yeah i mean nowadays the president should be making a salary of a million dollars otherwise who the hell are you going to get to do that job mm-hmm. so that's a good point yeah, yeah like well, like I know we CEO don't want a LeBron Coca-Cola. James or something they like that. Because yeah. so. <laughs> think about it. You're, now you take away the political, you take away the monetary influence of all these CEOs. They can't control you if you don't need their money. Mm-hmm. That's what was so dangerous about Trump. Yep. Because he didn't want their money. Didn't take their money. First president in history, probably be the last president ever to not take a salary. If that doesn't say something about the guy's character, like him, hate him, leave him in the middle, whatever. That was pretty admirable.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, so. was, I mean, I was on board with him. You know, I'm sad that just a couple of tweets made the world change, you know? Yeah. Well, so, that's his own fault. Like, I get it. But yeah, it, I, I mean, I've I've always said, you know, I'm not a huge
2: fan of Trump. Like, but I, can't I do watch him. say <laughs> he drives me nuts. <laughs> I do. You know, I,
0: I will say, losers, like, policy wise uh, uh, all the
1: way. <laughs> yeah. Trump 24. We have to look, look at what he did for the country. That's what I'm saying. Again, like, oh, I, he cared I, for I, us. I think
2: if if you just don't look at I the think man. Are, I think all politicians you are fucked just up. Look just look at his work. If you don't look at the man and just look at his work, like could have been maybe one of the greatest presidents ever. He was ever. the greatest president the ever. Greatest. But, you know, he just talked I too much shit. I think and he, he will go down. You talk
0: too much shit. <laughs> huh? You talk too much I'm shit. I'm not the president. <laughs> I know. You know, but I'm just yeah. saying, like... President Trump is my is my president. <laughs> uh,
2: Good. Uh, he was mine, too. Like, I'm not denying <laughs> that. But I'm just saying, he could have been...
0: Uh, Mr. Trump, if, if, you're li- if you're listening right now...
2: <laughs> please
0: sponsor
3: the man. No, yeah. I, I agree with Rick, and I agree with Craig, because I think he's yeah. the most badass, and he was probably... One he could have he he been a was, badass and not have been a dick, though. Well, here's the problem, though. Could you, though? I don't, I don't think know.
2: so. Totally. I don't think so. 100%. I
0: don't, I don't think,
3: think so. he could have been you know. respected or even had he not gone in the way he went in. I think he did it the right way. It's just hard to watch when he's not your typical, atypical president, like, acting presidential.
2: Yeah, and I don't even want him to act presidential, you know? I just want him to, like, do awesome things without coming across as pompous and... I'm the greatest and all this shit. Like like your work should speak for itself. And I and I feel like it did. Like I feel like he, he didn't have to piss off half the country. He could have just done the work. He pissed and kept his mouth shut.
3: I don't think he pissed off half the country. I think okay, he percent. I, I, I think he won a lot of people over. Because I knew a lot of people that didn't like him. And then four years into it or three and a half years into it, they're like, He won me over. Look at the stock market. Yeah. Look at this. Right. Look at no, that. Again, Look at what he's doing. Like and his deeds. Is what I'm,
2: I yeah. mean. I'm not saying like he did a bad job at all. I'm just saying like he could have been greatest ever if he just tweaked his personality slightly. Like greatest yeah. ever. Like revered. He was the greatest ever.
1: Like, but, but but he, he, he could
3: have been that's, revered he by he everybody. So like what John I don't say. think so. I, see, I think but you're wrong. But I think there's people? He could have came out. Okay, maybe not on everybody, water, but cured cancer. cancer. More people. No. He could have. He could have cured he was revered cancer by enough. Oh, and I think he still would have been hated. Because that's what CNN told the drones to do, and that's what the media—the power of the media—goes back to Hitler. EU well, controls the information, controls the world.
1: I mean, didn't he have to kind of act and be somewhat of a badass though to get the point across in you know negotiations with like North Korea and things like this and not back down and not be a coward like yeah, we, but, we uh, deal with other times? You no, know, I right know now.
3: what Rick's saying though. As far as the <clears throat> I get it. Some but. some of the because he was pretty damn arrogant with some of the stuff, but I think that that's just kind of you know. The lion can't be a lion half the time. He's got to be a lion all the time. And I think if he didn't piss off,
2: like if he wasn't talking a whole bunch of shit, like on the media, they you know, and, it. and they maybe it. like this is complete, like, you know, I could be totally wrong on this, totally, but I, you're already wrong. I think it would have been less because there's no other rep- even, you know, all the Republican <laughs> presidents <laughs> got, you know, beat up on by the media. But no. this was another level.
0: No. Look what's, what, what's happening right now.
2: No,
3: I, I honestly think that it was because, okay, the worst that you can ask anybody, what was wrong with Trump? Oh, he's mean. Okay, get past that. Now what? There's nothing. Yeah, I agree.
2: I Look, I mean, I'm not saying he's like a bad person. I just think he could have done better. That's my only point. As far as PR, as far as PR only,
3: yeah. Is, that's but all i was, that was all kinds of people I think wanted he, him to stop tweeting and stuff. and yeah, but you but know honestly, his base. His yeah. base
0: loved it. Yeah.
3: And I think he actually right. won a lot of people over. I but just think that he didn't have the uh, – It's not Rick. He didn't. He, well, he didn't no, have the, I, you know, I just the ability think he to control the voting like, machines. Y- you're taking what I'm saying the wrong way. I'm
2: not. I'm just being a dick because I, I just like <laughs> to be
0: a He just likes to be a dick. dick. Yeah. I, actually, you know what? When we're, I mean, we kind of shifted off of that whole uh, race thing pretty quick. Let's jump back into race because that's kind of fun for me. Oh so, so uh, a while back, you know, you know, Ira, right? I do. Kelly. So we had him on. He's a stud. Yeah. So, cause Please our whole is, uh,
2: we don't get it. And a great guy, by the way, too. Great
0: guy. Yeah. So we don't get it. Right. So we all grew up non-racist or didn't, we never experienced racism, um, saw it happen, whatever. So we had him on to talk about critical race theory and get his point of view. Cause he grew up as a Marine, but he grew up in the South or he grew up in the South and became a Marine and an athlete, whatever. So we thought we hated to have a similar opinion to us. Totally didn't. So his, his take on race was whatever's happening now, the reverse of it is justified. So I guess where I'm going with this. So you, you, you saw on the police force side, no matter what you did, it's gonna be a, racial, a racist or a racial uh, outcome. Give me your take on your, your your take on where we are right now. Are we better off today, racially, than we were under Barack, under Trump, in the 60s, in the 70s? Where are
3: we at, racially? Well, I wasn't here in the 60s. I only <laughs> know what I've learned. Um, but it, it seems pretty simple to me. And, you know, I do sit here as a white male, so yeah. I can only look through the glasses and the eyes that I have. but. If, and one of the most oppressed people that ever came to the United States, one of the most oppressed was the Irish. Yeah, game on. Um, <laughs> nobody nobody talks about that. No. Why? Because <clears throat> they're white. How about, how about, because, the, China, how
0: about the Chinese? Well, they're pretty damn oppressed as well.
3: Absolutely. And I mean, it was so bad where they would have signs up um, on the East Coast when the Irish came in and said, you know, vacancy, no Irish allowed, Irish not welcome. Stuff like that, and it was, you know, so you can go back and you can say that everybody's at one point has been oppressed or somebody's been oppressed. Do I understand the color issues here in the United States? Yeah, we got got a lot of them. We got every race you could possibly think of, whether it's black, Hispanic, Chinese, Asian, whatever. Everybody's got their own viewpoint on everything, but where I disagree was if people that lived 50, 100 years ago were oppressed, and they're no longer around, how does two wrongs make a right? And I don't see where that ideology comes into play, where they say, you know, now we have to do the exact opposite to the white people because they did it to us. If you're saying what what the white people did back then was wrong, now you're admitting you're wrong. So, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's kind of a no win and it's, I mean, it's it, its too complex and detailed to really, unless you're doing a specific instance or a specific I example. It, I
0: don't think it's, it's too hard to understand.
3: Well, you have to, because you have to look at this. Like back when I was trying to become a police officer, when I was trying to become a fireman, we got affirmative action. Yeah. Yep. Okay, affirmative action came into play. I was taking tests to be a, a firefighter at the time. And I would walk in and let's say I had a great day and I scored in the 90s. And there was people that were showing up that got 10 and 15 points just for being a minority for showing up. And hell, half of them were smarter than me. So now there's no way I'm gonna get a job. Because number one, they're smarter than I am. They already got the extra credit. Because they're a human being, I'm a human being. We both have the same material to study. If they studied it harder than I would, they're above me. But now you're giving them 10 and 15 points that's not fair. And I think that when you start looking at those issues, and I think that people put these programs into place without thinking them through a little bit.
2: Well, yeah, I think people, politicians and lawmakers put these things in place so they get reelected.
3: Exactly. You, you, you want get me vote. to
0: solve the world's problems right now?
3: Solve it in two seconds.
0: If people would just stop talking about it, talking about it and just be normal humans, be never, over with. It's
1: never gonna happen, though. That's a Morgan Freeman cro. You just
3: uh, yeah, he knows. You just stole.
0: I don't know Morgan, I know somebody's. But my point being is, like, I, I don't you wanna, get you wanna, it.
3: You want to solve the race issue? Stop talking about it. Yeah. He goes. I don't. I don't need. I don't want a Black Awareness Month. I don't want a, a Black holiday. You grew up playing
0: playing sports, basketball, in, in Riverside. You didn't see race until it, like when did race become an issue to you, or when did you just start even thinking when, about
1: it? Yeah,
3: that's a good question. Uh, Probably
1: when you were on the force. Right.
3: I mean, no, I think, honestly, the first time I saw a division where I I saw people that were like they wouldn't hang out together because race was probably junior high. Just because of race. That that was I mean, yes, because I lived in Santa Santa Monica at the time. And so we had um, inner city kids that were bused into the school. And so I lived in Santa Monica. You had all the kids that lived. So they didn't play with you guys. So they came in and they felt like outsiders. And so they clicked up and they only hung together. And they wouldn't other than sports. Sports has always blended the race line for whatever it, it always has because it doesn't matter your race. You're a human being. You got the ability to go practice basketball football whatever and that's what's beautiful about it
1: right but it's just why can't everything else be like that i exactly. don't get it
2: because because there's no money in that there's right. no there's no money in unity unfortunately yes well yeah, it's, you
3: know? yeah it's, it's so it's just such a ugly ugly thing that the this world has turned into as far as uh, playing that race card all i mean i you can't get away from it right now no well, so there's so, so much money do you, think,
0: in. do you think um america is inherently racist
3: Depends on who you ask. The country, I think it depends geographically. I think there's definitely some, some uh, areas of the country that have had some very rough racial history. But I think that you look at California. I've I've lived in California. I've lived in Minnesota, and I've lived in Hawaii. And all three of those, huge melting pots. Um, I think that human beings. As as a just a normal human being, you want to surround yourself with like people, and I don't know why yeah. that is.
0: Well, tribalism,
1: but, it but is. yeah,
2: we, it's, we, it's we, one of those we, things. And we've that, always been that way, you know. Like if you go back to early early America, you know, the Crow hated the Navajo. The Navajo hated the Blackfeet. They were all the same race, but they were different tribes, and they beat the hell out of each other, you know, fighting for this territory, that territory, that territory killing each other, you know, raping, Americans. pillaging, yeah, and all that we're, stuff. We're all but I'm just Americans saying, like, point, but I don't think, I think in our DNA is, like, we want to just gravitate to people who are like us, like-minded us, and if you don't think the way I think, you know, you can go fuck off. Well, and they still like, have I these areas that are still like ingrained, that. think ingrained in us. Little, little Italy, bit, Chinatown,
3: just different areas yeah. of the world where people of the same – want to want to embrace their heritage and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Um, as long but as no, you're not hating I on I honestly other believe people. that as we sit here right now today I think geograph geographically it probably has more of an impact on who you turn out to be than what your race is.
0: Yeah. Uh, for say, sure. Say it, say it again. If you
3: I, I think where you're born, where you grow up, where you're raised, the environment that you're in plays more of a role than what the color of your skin is. Yeah. Life experience. If, if, time, if, yeah.
2: Well, also, if you're born in Watts, you know, you're going to have a harder time. If you're born in, uh, you know, the backwoods of Kentucky, you're going to have a harder time than if you were born in Beverly Hills. Yeah. You know, that's just luck of the job. Well, that probably comes
1: out and play like in the police force and the fire department, too, because they're, they're coming from all different cities and they're all blending different nationalities, different hoods, different everything. And those guys, I mean, yeah, there's still people you're not going to like in every workforce, but they get along they have a camaraderie they're brothers they take care of each other i mean me and you growing up together i mean look at all our friends were you know black or mexican you know a we lot had, of them. We had anyhow. one Kevin, black friend. Kevin Ferris. I mean, we had. Two black friends. He, he was We black. had Rashid. We had William. We had, I mean. Oh, we had three black friends. Right. <laughs> oh, come on. Jesus. <laughs> I keep naming them, but I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, most of my, my best friends were all Mexican. I mean, I don't, I didn't look at anybody differently like that. Yeah, and well, I see, I don't remember. That's my point either. I,
0: I, I didn't either. And so I don't, I, I, I don't understand it because I haven't experienced yeah. it, I guess. But I, I just, I, I don't get to where we are now. It's like we, we are, we're getting worse.
3: Well, not better. It, what are you gauging that off of, though? Because I think I media? actually I actually think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and see, that's the problem is if you don't look at the media and don't get your information. Yeah, from there, Would you feel look the around, same look way. around your world? OK, don't look at TV. Don't look outside of your your sphere of influence and the circle around you. I don't I don't see any. Well, I don't see anybody turning their back on me because I'm white and I have never turned my back yeah, on somebody because they're black. Like just yeah. going so, to a
1: grocery store in another town. I don't. Or there's it. a black cashier cashier or something. I don't. Hey, how's it going? Nice walk, to see you. I walk whatever, into downtown you know, like,
3: Paris and get, yeah. you know, I'll go to the butcher shop or whatever. Nobody, I, they treat me fine. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I mean, honestly. And I've had more people to my house in the past three months because we just a huge renovation. I'm meeting all kinds of people that are just showing up. Either they're workers or they're actually the licensed general contractors or they're the people coming in to do the inspections, whatever. And everybody's been nothing but gracious and we're gracious to them. And it's, I think it's actually been I think it's better today. I think where people view it as being worse is the media and, and people that the, watch the, the BLM media. movement. I think the BLM movement was a huge negative. Um, and I sat and watched it. I had debates with some of those because I, I, I would get in these conversations. Because if I'm going to their event and I have to provide security for them, I would talk to them. I wouldn't just sit in my car in a parking lot 300 yards away and, hey, I'm over here if you need me. I would go and interact with them and talk to them and i had some great conversations with them and i'd be like explain to me why you think this is right you know by tearing down cities and throwing bricks at the cops and doing all this stuff they didn't do that around here they did well riverside they did yeah Yeah. downtown riverside was all beat up downtown riverside we went down we had to go you know 30 police cars code three all the way up there so for, what were their answers yeah did you get um, a good answer you know honestly i think that it's just an ideology that has been preached to them for so long that they feel that they are due um so they're we they're, they're
0: they're due something they're owed something so they think it's okay to go out and just pillage yes.
3: yes they think looting is fine it's a right well they think that it's a it's a, a way to get your point across that's what they use it for and you know like i mean All these people that were coming out and protesting, a lot of them were getting paid. And I asked, I said, where's the money coming from? They wouldn't tell me that. Well, it's funny Who's paying you? Where do you guys get the, well, I can't tell you that. And everything was done real secretive and they would have instigators that would go out there. And if you got instigated and you actually got arrested by the police, you actually got paid a certain amount. Um, Like a bonus. Yeah, that's wrong. I'm sorry, but that that right there is just, you know, that whole movement was just so negative. In my opinion, well,
1: what just came out last week or whatever, you saw all these people got paid. The higher ups or whatever. The brother got like $4 million from oh, all the BLM money or whatever. Yeah, all the stuff.
3: Yeah, the, the head chick. She bought like four houses worth a bunch of million, millions of dollars and then she gave her brother money. Yeah, and yeah. A, there's yeah. no
2: doubt it's turned out. I mean, that was a whole racket. But, it was but a hey, racket.
3: Yeah, I'm not saying that's wrong. Look at politicians. Well, yeah. You don't have to <laughs> right. go any further than uh, Pelosi and her husband and the bullet train, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her husband. Friends, I yeah. I mean, I would love to be an investigator and go investigate that. I would love to be paid to go go dig be into a private that. investigator now. Go dig into that yeah. because I mean, I'm sorry, but
1: you'd be suicided next week though. It's yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> uh, by the way, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, um, <laughs> while we're on topic. And what was the
2: opinion of uh, the African American um, officers alongside you? Hey, hold on. Ooh, before yeah,
0: that. I answer that, like. African American,
2: black, whatever, whatever yeah. you want to We're call. Just it. American.
0: So that that's the one thing. When I have a black dude in front of me, I go, "How long have you been here? Is it African? Is African
2: American? Are you just a black dude? or
1: are you just yeah. American?
0: Right? You're yeah. just I mean, black dude.
1: No, you're, why, just, why why American? You be you're just American. you yeah. American. Yeah, whatever. Okay, <laughs> right? whatever's
2: politically correct. I don't want to
3: offend no. anybody. I'm just no. saying, like, well, that's what the, was the there? problem. That's the problem. Though. Stop.
0: Yeah. Be offensive. If you're black, you're black. If you're white, you're white.
3: Yeah, okay. I've never I been mean. to Caucasia, but yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I've never even Sounds been Sounds like to that a bitch of place. I don't know. <laughs> I've had to check that box my entire life. Sounds like we need to go uh, start a find well, an island.
0: Now it's non Hispanic, just so you know. It's not white anymore. No, that's right. Now we're not, not non Hispanic in our that's boxes. That's a whole other box. I'm sorry. So go ahead, Rick. Go ahead. And go ask him your Whatever. your African American question. Black. Whatever. <laughs> what do you want to say.
3: Whatever makes Craig. Just I, you shut know, up. honestly, I don't know. I don't do you know? think they like it's not, not like we sit around and we the They've ones that are like, speak out about it and yeah. say this is just a bunch of crap and it's just stupid. But um, you know, this is one of those things that like when you're in briefing on patrol, you don't get into politics a lot mm-hmm. because people get offended and then the next thing you know, somebody's making a complaint to the association saying that, you know, hey, these guys are talking about we're not supposed to talk, especially a supervisor. Mm-hmm. I'm never supposed to talk about politics in at the department that's your own personal religion and politics stay outside i don't care what color you are i don't care who you are if we have to go through a door together we go through the door together and that's just the way it was right um now did you know if some people would show up with a uh you know uh mitt romney sticker on the back of their car or trump sticker on the back of their truck or whatever absolutely some people would do that and they would fly a flag for whoever they supported politically but for the most part in the station and while at work um, I would say most cops are conservative. Most cops are Republican. Most cops Yeah, I don't are even mean political. I mean, like, you know, when you
2: see, like, you know, the the, the black community wanting to, like, defund the police, um, you know, obviously you guys have black officers. Like, were they saying, like, this is a bunch of bullshit, man? Like, you guys don't oh, even absolutely.
3: know. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean. Defunding the police is the stupidest thing I've ever heard about. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's... I mean, yeah, it is. It's the stupidest <laughs> idea. So you don't like the way it's being run, so just take away their money. Well, if that was the case, the Senate, Congress, and all the yeah. politicians wouldn't have any money. Right. They'd have been defunded no, years ago. They'd give
0: they themselves raises.
3: And crime is, like right now, all these people that and have they're, gone they're, these yeah. defund movements, they're all now and asking who, for more money for more cops. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the city it just came out in that, where they did that. They ran on, I think it was Seattle. Chicago. No, I think okay. it was Chicago. I think it was Lightfoot. Probably uh, that Beetlejuice-looking chick, <laughs> dude. Seriously, tell me she doesn't look like Beetlejuice, man.
1: She is she, scary. I don't, she, but I don't even know what she is. Like she is Beetlejuice.
3: Yeah, she's just a very strange-looking human being, and she came out defund, 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 killed all these programs, defunded all this stuff, and now she's saying she needs more cops. Well, people left there in mass exodus because, I mean. It's unfortunate, but it was a shit situation and they hide it so well. Like there was we just had that shooting, the mass shooting that they just had in In Buffalo, Buffalo. I'm trying to think how many people were shot. I think
1: it was 20
3: towards the end. Let's just say it was somewhere between 10 and 20. And I'm sorry because I don't have TV, so I don't. But more people were shot in Chicago over the weekend that weekend. Than Every we're in weekend. Buffalo, and Every and, and, and on done same about
1: nationalities it. to nationalities. Yes,
3: correct. And most of it's black on black, and yeah, that's just statistically that <laughs> statistically correct. So it is what it is. But yeah. you know, everybody says that Black Lives Matter, or that you know we're not paying attention to that. Well, when these people in certain areas are committing certain crimes, it's not a race issue it's a community issue and the community needs to come out and recognize and say, listen, we've got a gang problem. These gangsters are shooting people. I don't care what race they are, right? Let's just solve human the problem and go human after beings. the gangs. Yeah. You guys have to give us information as a police department and we have to come in as a representative of the community and solve the problem. Yeah. And it's that simple. It's not a race issue. It's a community problem. And when you have a city like Chicago with the amount of shootings that they're having right now, I mean, wow, it's, it's scary. <clears throat> Absolutely scary. Um, but, yeah, it's gotten so bad, the, the political correctness. Like, you can't put out if – a, if a white guy goes into the bank, robs a bank, brown hair, blue eyes, light-complected, white guy with freckles, you can't put his race out. You can't put that description out. Huh. Because if it's a black guy or a Hispanic guy or a Chinese guy, they don't want – to start stereotyping certain races. They'll put out a picture if they have a picture, but they won't talk about race because everybody's so scared of identifying a race.
2: So where, do you, where do you think this leads? Do you think it'll circle back to something that's, that's to. more I, I, like I pray that pen, the
3: pendulum I,
0: has swung so far, it has to come back at some point. It's ridiculous. I, I
3: pray that it goes back to some type of common sense.
0: Can a man get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs>
3: if it yeah only if a woman (laughs) i'm not even gonna answer that thanks
1: uh uh, i was looking for that emoji by the way i couldn't find it
3: (laughs) Uh. but i think Uh. you know everybody's trying to go woke everybody's trying to you know just uh, because you can go as woke as you want as far as you want that direction there's no repercussions Mm -hmm. and you better you better accept my wokeness or you're a racist or a homophobe or yeah. whatever. And it's just like put a transphobe or whatever yeah. whatever label they want to give it. Just because you want to go do that doesn't mean I have to accept it or like it.
0: Well, if you're a police officer, you do.
3: Well, no. no? I serve the community no matter who, well, what, they, anything. That, so that doesn't if play you, a, a part.
0: If you arrest a male who's a trans, mm-hmm. what do you put on paperwork? They,
1: them.
3: You can ask them, what do they <laughs> identify as? So you have to ask them, I have a gender box here. What do you identify as? I'm a shim. I mean, I don't know. What's a shim? A shim? (laughs) Doorstop? No. No, So, I mean, honestly, and that's it's kind of one of those things that a small percent of the population, whether it's, I think it's less than 2% or something like that, falls into that category. The shim category? The trans category. What is shim? And we're making all kinds of accommodations, which it shouldn't be that big of a talk to- it shouldn't be that big of a no. conversation really I, I hope they live a, a very happy life and i hope that they don't get treated poorly yeah don't you but think it doesn't the, mean that the entire world has to stop what they're doing and change what they're doing shouldn't
2: the question be do you have a penis or do you have a vagina oh, what, no. what were you born as well because well, th- he just because i have a penis doesn't mean look at <laughs> craig he doesn't <laughs> identify as well, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, but, what, what, I mean that's, like it, that's a ago. clear like that doesn't bring gender. I mean, it does, but it, it doesn't bring in like what they identify as. I mean, it, I'm a sheep or well, I'm a dog. Or if you think whatever. about it,
3: it, it bio, biology apparently doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't no. have anything to do with right. Anything. But that's just it a clear
2: like you know, do you have an arm? Like, kind of thing. Either you do or you don't.
3: It used to be that simple because that's how they were housed. It didn't matter what their preference was. They were housed based on their biological... Uh, you got a hangy or you yeah. don't have a hangy?
1: You got near or an outie. But then that's happened <laughs> in jails where the guy got in there and identified as a female, got in there and impregnated yeah. Yeah. fucking female prisoners. Like it, crazy. Just, it was just in the news right? The day. And then what happened? Brilliant. The <laughs> you so smart. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, get like, yeah. how can I get as, I identify much as a lesbian. As, yeah. Uh, you know? as yeah. And right. then uh, what Dude, happened with the, the so kids easy. too, uh, and I totally correct me if I'm going to butcher the story, but I want to say it was either elementary or middle school. Where kids got expelled because the parents said the kids were bullying him or her because the, the kids that were saying, hey, come here, girl, or come here, boy, and they identify as a they or a them, that, those that parents annoying. went and, and went to the principal and those kids were getting expelled.
3: That, one, that was in the news today, I think, today or yesterday. And
1: it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, my kids are going to go to school and they're going to know who's a boy or a girl. Private school.
3: Wow. Oh. school.
0: Home school, like that. that got school no system. That shit. So we were just talking to a friend. I don't want to mention names, obviously, but tell that the whole identify as a cat story. Yeah, your wife was, was telling it.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, what was that? It's uh, one of the oh. locals. Oh. Right, right, right. Now there's, um, <laughs> there's we have a person. Kids. We have a friend that that works in the school district, and now like he was saying that uh, they have what's called furries. Yes in the school system and these furries as they're called identify as, you know, a cat or a dog and and it, it, and, and not just that but it changes like you, these kids are furries one day and then they're a female the next day then they're a male the so next day this and it just keeps going and like he's like, you know, the difference is like Five years ago, you would recognize that this individual needs counseling, needs help, psych- psychiatric help. Now yeah. it's, oh no, this is normal. Like yeah. this, this, this kid is needs and, to be respected. And, and all for the who other students is.
3: now have to yeah. learn oh, that they're in and trouble identify now. Yeah. with it because yeah. one person and teachers. Right. And yeah, it's right. now just it's, it's, training. Well, yeah, it's unfortunate. The, yeah. the path we're down right now, we've mm-hmm. gone so far past crazy town, it's not even funny. <laughs> I, right. mean, really, I mean, the stuff it, it that's... Yeah. Like and it's they, a well, disservice and, to these <laughs> kids who... Need help. Obviously need psychiatric help. Well, and just look at, look at the... Uh, when, they started, when they took methamphetamine and took it from a felony to a misdemeanor and said, that, you know, this would, they just need help. We need to give them free needles. <laughs> you yeah. lost me there. So I'm, I'm sorry, but you we know that this destroys lives. We know that it's coming across the border that you still haven't secured. So let's but, help them. So why do you want, if you look at it, step back for a minute. Step step way back and look at the situation and go, you're enabling the situation. Right. The government is enabling the situation. They're allowing the drugs, fentanyl, methamphetamine, heroin, coming across the border. They know it's coming across the border. They won't secure the border. They're now allowing people to shoot up. They want a comatose Citizenry, because they're the hierarchs. They're up here. Yeah. They want to stay up here in their little palatial palaces, keep everybody else down here That's, outside the walls. See, that seems and so a, counterintuitive
2: person. to me because you're destroying these, like if it's all about money and if it's all about power, you're destroying these individuals who aren't going to pay any taxes, who are only going to be uh, taking money away from what could be yours. You know, but kind when of
3: everybody's busy down below dealing with these problems and fighting these problems, and I mean, I can't tell you how many kids in Southwest Riverside County died from fentanyl, and it's buried. The story is buried. Our sheriff now has just come out and is now is he's doing a great job getting ahead of it and educating that, people. Dude. But we just we just they've seized in Riverside County alone. They've seized enough fentanyl to kill the country. Hmm. If you gave everybody in this country a dose of what, what they seized. It could kill the entire country, but well, yet it's not the number one priority, right? There's so many well, other priorities. They're not shutting down the border.
2: And you know, I keep I hear I've heard that before. That why are they keeping making more? Like, if it can kill the whole country, you, like yeah. that would seem like the, like the dosage that you're going to put in cocaine or, control over or here. whatever. Yeah.
3: He gets his hands on it. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell um, don't tell Bill Gates. Well, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was just gonna it's, say Bill. <laughs> it's all about like, yeah, it's it's. I think a lot of it's all about control. It was nice I, Craig. I mean, it's it's about money, but it's also about control and it's about maintaining power. I mean, there's no reason that our presidential administration should be this much in bed with China, right? I mean,
0: hey, I'm gonna go out on a limb right now because this is kind of crazy, uh, and this is with all with the utmost respect. So, and this is for real. Like, you're a friend of mine. And I, I don't, I see you more as a friend, right? This is not a joke. Why don't you go to politics? I mean, I, and, and I'll be, I, I wouldn't last a day. You would though. Cause I you're wouldn't. actually well-spoken and smart.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't last. Because you're
1: way smarter. Go join up now with your buddy I, Bianca.
3: Let's go. Let's uh, run this just, country. I, you know,
1: honestly, let's go anyway, run the
3: state first. And I, I give a credit to those people that are actually trying to do it the right way. But I honestly have zero faith in that whole. Si- I think it would be a waste of time because I think you. Get to That's a certain, the problem. Well, we need people like
0: that. you, that have common sense behind. Well, and experience and common sense behind
2: yeah. everything but that you're doing. The biggest for problem the purpose. with politics, is the politicians. in my opinion, is like politics. politics. The people who should be in office don't want that fucking job. It's and the people who job. shouldn't be in there
3: want are, are
1: doing it for those reasons. Are the ones who are in there.
3: It's like because the hall they're the monitors only ones who are in high trying. school, right? I mean, that- the kids that wanted to be the hall monitors had a, had an ax to grind with somebody, and they liked writing you up for mm-hmm. being out of class or something mm-hmm. like that. Now, I, you know, honestly, I, just, I think the problem with our political system, until we get rid of lobbyists and until we do term limits mm. for senators, mm-hmm. congressmen, um, almost everything across See, uh, the board you know i it sh- it, i, I agree
2: with that to a certain extent but i also think like is 4 years
3: enough time no like, to i think it should anything? be eight. no yeah i think it should be 8 For i think a president, you mean? i think if you're doing a good job you I, can stay I think 8, in eight general. or 10 as a senator or a congressman but after yeah. 10 years you're done
1: yeah not 43 56 it seems 60 like years 80, I mean, the fucking... first
2: four years you just can't get shit done no because no. of all the political you're, well, you're, you're fixing the system you're and, fixing you from know.
3: the last well, establishment too normally and, and you trying you to get rid of the lobbyists yeah. the lo- all lobbyists are is it's legal bribery, bribery. that's all it is yeah. so should
0: there be an age limit to politicians well Well, we're
1: not getting, we're not having any young ones
3: these days. (laughs) I don't think, I think, I think that, yes. So, um, most jobs have a certain age, whether it's 75, 65,
0: 75. I think it's, I think it's more like 65. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I think that, you know, it just depends because let's be honest, we got a president right now. That's not there, not there. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I mean, yeah, I hate Biden. Let's go Brandon. But, (laughs) um,
0: well, I think Pelosi's like 112, right? <laughs> I think she's like the I think oldest she died reporter. a long time ago, and I think she died a <laughs> so week into Bernie's. Yeah, yeah, so was so 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 Biden. <laughs> Biden's the same way. I think he
3: died as well. Well, like Maxine Waters. How long has she been in office? It's been like She's some... up there, too. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but she and, is one of uh, the nastiest people I've ever seen. And in Schumer, too, camera. right? Schumer? Is it
1: Schumer?
0: Well, I mean Pelosi and Chuck and,
3: Schumer, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, been there forever, too. Nate, what's uh Nadler, Nadler, whatever. Yeah, they're all just bad humans. Nader? Nader? Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader, Ralph, Nader. Yeah, I don't know. Did you
1: see the new press secretary? She's she's doing. Or they are, they are doing well. She's, she's just identifying that too as, as whatever. Uh, whatever. Yeah. She's a lesbian, and yeah, it's all. I don't uh, know. It's I, all. It's, I, all, it's I, all. It's all fucking weird. We don't weird. have TV,
3: so you know. I just. I she's trying to read off stuff. of
1: like notes to answer questions that the media is asking her, and they don't even like line up. It's almost worse than. We'll, we'll circle back. We'll circle back. Oh, that's worse, that was So yeah. You know, she quit, so there's a reason. Yeah. Get out while you can.
3: No. So back to your question. Uh, no fucking chance in hell.
0: How about if there was a small Just chance? for California. No, I, I, if I if I backed you. No. Riverside. Not even a little bit. Because you're way Not smarter you're, you're smarter than you look.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a negative.
3: Is it the penis growing out of my forehead that <laughs> throws it away, or what?
1: That's what you're gonna get working for Craig yeah. for sure. Or up your yeah. butt. Uh, no. I, I said we I just,
3: bring back Anthony Weiner. What happened to that guy? Yeah. <laughs> just for his name alone.
0: Man, I just look at – I mean, it, I just I, – obviously, you guys don't, don't talk, talk this way, you know, as friends. It's just – it's it's refreshing to hear, like, like common sense, mm-hmm. you know?
3: No, and I think that, you know – and, and that's education the one thing behind I, it. The one thing yeah. I will say <laughs> is uh, being a police officer, sheriff, whatever you want to – you know, law enforcement officer for so long, you've the guys – if you can find common sense and apply it daily, it is the biggest help. We have guys that do come in the apartment that don't have common sense and their letter of the law and they'll go out and write their grandmother a ticket for not having their seatbelt on and they have no tact and they can't talk to people. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that I was blessed and I give my parents the credit that I, I think I have pretty good common sense. And I think that, (laughs) you know, you got to look at the totality of the circumstances and when you don't and you just get focused on the ticket, you treat people like trash and, Uh. You know, there's yeah, well, good, there's good cops, there's bad mm-hmm. cops. There's good teachers, bad mm-hmm. teachers, you know, good brewers, bad brewers, good real estate agents, bad real estate agents. Right. You know, and you've got to look at everything. You can't put an umbrella over the entire profession for one or two people's actions. And that's the problem with the media. The media mm-hmm. wants to take one cop in the country, what they did, and paint all cops that way. Mm-hmm. And it's bullshit. Yep. And it's just so frustrating. Yep. Yeah. Another, while we're on the
2: compliment, John Wade, um, Let's train. get off that train. No, we're going to do it one more time. <laughs> um, like, I've ha- we have other, I don't know, I've known quite a few um, law enforcement um, individuals who, you know, you you came out into retirement with like a clear head, it's obvious. A lot of guys that, you know, deal with the negativity of being a cop every single day. Like, you go to work, you put on that uniform, and you're just you're hammered with bad news until you get to go home. Like, Pretty true. And that has
0: to wear. Well, and you're dealing with the dregs of society. And you're
2: typically. dealing with the dregs of society. Like, there's just no good news for eight, 10 hours a day or whatever it is you guys do. Like, how did you come out like, with, like, not crazy? Yeah. Well, before you get to that,
0: so this goes back to even during his career, like, you've always been known as, like, the guy that you wouldn't know you were a cop, aside your haircut, if if you didn't know he was a cop, because Mm -hmm. he didn't act like a cop. Most Mm -hmm. cops have a personality like a cop. Right.
3: right. You've never had that. No, and two things, I think. Number one, I've always been able to compartmentalize, if I can say the word, compartmentalize work. I don't bring work home. I don't talk about work at home. My kids don't know work stories. My wife doesn't know. Mm. She didn't want to know about it. She doesn't want to be worried. Mm. I've always done that. Okay. Uh, It's kind of like living two different roles, I guess, or two different lives. But, you know, what you guys think is negative for eight or 10 hours a day is not. Well, okay, I mean. And and let me give you an example. Like, I look back and I think about the uh, lady that I see her daughter running down the road and I grab her daughter, she's probably 14 at the time, and just inconsolable, crying hysterically. She's mom's going to take her to Arizona to a, like a rehab Mm. jumps out of the car in the middle of the intersection, runs across. I wound up snatching her up. Mom comes over and, uh, I won't say what agency I was with at the time because, uh, mom looked at me and goes, can I borrow your handcuffs? I'm afraid she's going to try to jump out again. I'll take them off when we get to the place, but I'm driving her from here to Arizona. And I said, yeah, here's my name and number. When you get back, call me, I'll come get my cuffs. And some people would look at me and go, what a good guy for doing that. And then other people would look at me and go, what a jerk. That's bullshit that that mom got to handcuff that daughter. But that daughter was on drugs, and she was absolutely going down the wrong path, and mom was trying to save her life. So fast forward a couple weeks. Mom gives me the cuffs back. Not a lot said. Hey, I hope she's doing well. You know, reach back and let me know how she's doing. About three months go by, mom and daughter come to the police station to thank me. Wrote oh, me a big, wow. long letter how I changed her life and how just by getting to this group home and this rehab that she was able to turn her life around, get away from the boyfriend that was giving her the drugs, blah, blah, blah. That's what I remember about being a cop, is helping people not seeing the negative all the time. So that's right. what's kind well, of Well, I different.
2: guess, you know, it's your outlook, but I think, you know, that I would say, I mean, I don't know. I, which is, the, is that more common then the guy who just gets beat down because he's like, fuck, you know, i got to write another ticket, and I know this guy's going to call me an asshole, and I just, you know. Mindset. Well, mindset, mindset,
3: and I think a lot of it, But just I do was more- very blessed, environment. <clears throat> the environment in which you work is huge. If you okay. work in, a, in an area where they hate the police, it's mm. going to suck. Yeah. If you work in an area where you go through Chick-fil-A parking lot drive-through, and Every time you go through there, the car in front of you buys you to lunch. Mm. Um, that's pretty cool. Or they, go, they pull up next to your car, and the kid's giving you a thumbs up. Mm. Uh, or the mom stops you and says, hey, can my kid take a picture with you? I mean, it just depends. A lot of it's environment. A lot of it is, let's be honest, hating the police and fuck the police. It's a learned behavior, and most of it's learned at home. Mm-hmm. And when you live in, in a, a community like that, and that's what they're teaching – uh, yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And I've worked in those communities, and it sucks. I mean, you drive down the street, and kids won't wave at you. Yeah. You know, I used, to wave, <laughs> I used to wave at everybody. That was my thing, is I would see the guy I arrested last week, who's a gang member, standing on the corner, probably dealing dope, and I would drive by, and I would just wave at him. And it's so funny, because human nature, he would start to wave back, and he'd catch mm-hmm. himself. Oh, yeah. Like and hesitate. then he'd put his hand down and try to act hard and act tough. But it's like human nature is—he wants to wave back. Yeah. And my partners used to laugh at me all the time. They go, "Dude, why do you wave at everybody?" I go, "I do. I think it's hilarious." <laughs> and I think it's just, you know, hi. And yeah. I'd do it really over the top, like hi, like super excited to see him. <laughs> and people would <laughs> start to wave back, and then they'd be like, "Oh shit, it's a cop. Why am I waving at the cops?" And then yeah. they'd get mad. At, and I think it was funny. Dude, yeah. dude,
0: here's a good story for you, right? and, and I, I don't—I don't want to even start it, but tell me this, the story about when you called the guy on the cell phone you found him you found his cell phone number somehow some way he was in a chase you you talked him down like (laughs) to pull over or something
3: how do you know about that story
0: is that a secret is that
3: out there (laughs) he's stalking you that was that was a good one actually it was uh i was supervising a special team and uh we went to arrest this guy and he jumped in the car and went up over the lawn and took off and a car chase ensued and when the car chase ensued. The helicopter was nearby, and took over the pursuit. So when the helicopter takes over, we do what's called a breakaway, which means all ground units will disengage and back off because it's too dangerous, and the yep. helicopter follows them. So the helicopter's following them, and I, I, I circled back to the house, and his girlfriend was there. I go, give me his cell phone number. So I called him, went to voicemail, called him again, he picked up, mm. and I don't even remember his name, but let's just say his name was Craig. Uh, <laughs> Craig, the sergeant Wade. You are going to jail. There's no way you're getting out of this. Pull the car over and stop. We're not going to give up. The helicopter's above you. Look up above. And he's like, man, I, just, I can't go back to jail. And he just, we have this dialogue for like five minutes. And he's like, can I get high one last time? I said, I'll tell you what you do. Pull over in a safe area. Do whatever you want to do. And then my officers are going to come in, and when they get there, you just give up peacefully. Hands up in the air, body cameras are going to be on, it'll all be on video, nobody's going to rough you up, nothing's going to happen. He's like, it's not that, man, I just want to get high. And so he, that was his deal, was he just wanted to pull over, smoke a joint, and then go to jail. Hmm. And so that's what happened. So he didn't, the reason he didn't want to go to jail is because he... Well, he was going to jail for multiple felonies. I, no, but he didn't want to
2: go because he couldn't get his drugs.
3: Well, he just—I think that once he got in the chase and saw the helicopter and, and realized that he wasn't going to get away, at that point he just—he accepted the fact that we were going to take him no. to jail, uh-huh. and he wanted to bargain with me about something as piddly as, "Hey, let me smoke." Hey, you know what? Yeah. My guys are five, five or ten minutes. You got five or ten minutes until they get there, and then when they get there, just get out, get on the ground, put your hands behind your back, and we're done. And just kind of—and I hung up the phone, and you're listening to the radio, and the radio's like the helicopter's like okay he just pulled over he's at this location my guys get there okay we got him in custody everything's fine and uh, everybody looked at me at the scene and go how the hell did you talk this guy to stop in a car chase i've never (laughs) seen that before i go just (laughs) let him get high you know he's not gonna stop unless you ask Mm. so
0: so um, okay so i mean i remember like when i first uh moved in well we were roommates back in the day but like you saved a little kid uh from drowning right so yes. g- give us some of those stories man cuz y- all this negative talk about cops is out there give us some of the fun ones good ones yeah
3: so i mean that was a that was a tough day i mean you you see stuff that you don't want to see being a cop For being a fireman sure. same thing right being a tow truck driver well, th- yeah this goes back matter. to like
2: affecting your psyche and how you know
3: and i've always i don't know why but i've i've never had problems sleeping i've mm. never had any of those issues i just when i'm done at work i hang up my vest put it in my locker and i go home and i forget about it that's cool um and i've just been able to do that now the some of the stuff is sticks with you a little bit longer i mean how just, could it know yeah especially anything with babies mm-hmm. so i i was happening to be working that day <clears throat> coming toward the end of my shift and uh, i was catching up on reports sitting under a tree and a call comes out uh 18 month old just fell in the pool and was not breathing Mm. and the the house that um it was at was the way i drove to work every day so when they put out that address i knew that street and i knew right where it was and i was about a block and a half away Whoa, it was in the orange groves in riverside and uh so i just literally took my my it's called a posse box it's an aluminum notebook that you write on i took it threw it in the passenger seat Got over there as fast as I can, jumped the fence, got in the backyard, and the aunt was pulling the baby out of the pool. It was a birthday party. There was probably, I don't know, 14 kids there, parents, everybody. There's probably 30, 40 people in the backyard. Freaking out. And they just lost lost contact with the 18-month-old, and somehow he fell in the pool and went to the Mm -hmm. bottom. Mm -hmm. And they don't know how long he'd been down for. Mm -hmm. So we got there, started CPR on him, uh, got him to cough up all the pool water and start barfing up what he had been eating at the party and uh, we actually got him to start reviving paramedics got there they used their suction got the rest of it out of his mouth out of his airway and he made a full recovery mm. so don't know where bad. he is today but <laughs> if you're listening you're to this podcast <laughs> you're welcome you're one you're, of the you're a fighter dude listening. you're a fighter that's awesome yeah it's yeah. good
0: time good time so your career starts, you're 21, 22 years old, you get hired on. Give us a run through, mean, You were on SWAT, any, anything, any yeah, SWAT? You know what's
3: funny is I look back on it and I was blessed. There wasn't much that I ever wanted to do that I didn't get to do. So, started I, off, I actually hangout. started off as a, a, a campus, a, 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 a college campus cop <clears throat> before I went to the academy. Cause I wanted to learn as much as I could before I went to the academy. And I worked at a college as a, police, a campus police officer for about a year before I went to the academy. Went to the academy, graduated, got hired. And, uh, you know, I worked a real high crime area and it was fun. It was like baptism by fire, man. I (laughs) mean, working graveyard, uh, you're out when the freaks are out, right? You go to work at 10 o'clock at night, get off at eight in the morning. And the only people you see are uh, people in Denny's, people running donut shops, criminals, and the paper guy. And so
1: your shift so goes by real fast.
3: So a lot of chicks on Graveyard that you don't know, <laughs> want to hang out with cops. That's sarcasm, by the way. The hookers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, uh, can we call them that? Ever I, don't I don't know. I don't know.
2: Was there ever a moment in those early days where you're like,
3: fuck this. Like, I made a mistake. Never. never. Really? I, never I, not never, once. I'll, I'll be honest with you. And this, you know, this rings true, and I told my son this. Um, I said, if I had days off. And something good happened. You are bummed. I was pissed. Yeah. That I wasn't there. Mm. Um so what was I would good? rather go to work than be off back in those days because it was like I was a, it was kinda like being a pro athlete, right? Where, where you, you get a addicted, addicted to the adrenaline yeah. and to the excitement. You didn't well, have a what, family. Every night you had no idea what was gonna happen. Mm. I could walk in and within twenty minutes of being at work, I could be rolling lights and sirens to a, a robbery or a shooting or I could right out of the gate, get assigned to go to the hospital, to sit in a hospital room and wait till a guy that's in a coma wakes up. Mm. So you just never knew what you were gonna get. Mm. Some days sucked, yeah. other days were awesome.
0: It's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> pretty
3: much. Never knew what you are gonna get. Uh, yeah, so it was good man, I, I really had a lot of fun and I got to do the mountain bike team, I got to do SWAT, I got to uh, be a field training officer I ran the academy, I did defensive tactics, I ran a detective bureau, ran a special team. I got to do everything that I wanted to do. Equestrian,
2: to do were you ever on a horse? No.
3: Uh, horses, the only horses I like are uh, in a Harley motorcycle. Ah, uh, right, <laughs> that's
0: that was funny. You like that? Were that you on good. a motor for her?
3: Never, At never on a motor. No, I, I didn't want to be on a motor because those guys, man, they're, they're hotter than shit in the summer and colder mm. than shit in the winter. Yeah, there's
2: rarely a perfect temperature.
3: The, yeah. yeah i mean now if you're at newport beach maybe San but y- uh mm-hmm. yeah whale's vagina yeah yeah it's no doubt yeah carlsbad or s- something like that might be cool yeah but city of yeah. paris 114 degrees yeah fuck that Riding a motor, no thanks
0: nicole probably won't listen to this but what are some stories nicole doesn't know that you probably wouldn't have told her
3: so i don't tell her hardly any i tell yeah. you the, the most stories i've ever told my family and this is uh this is actually funny was in hawaii we'd sit around Ooh. we didn't have tv and one night we just got on this. They asked me to start telling stories, and I started telling stories. Whoa. I don't tell stories to Nicole. Were they because she she would she would worry about me not coming home. Right. So but now she that you're retired, to, you, can that tell retired all the, you they can love tell the stories. They love them.
2: Now were they like blown away? Uh, yeah. Because like Craig, yeah, because uh, he has a story of like you know his dad got drunk one time at a party and all of a sudden started talking about Vietnam. All growing up, he had never heard what, about what Vietnam. We,
0: well, one he doesn't drink, and two. Uh, he wouldn't talk about Vietnam at all. No. Yeah. And then we had one New Year's at Michelle's place in, in Newberry Springs. and
3: <laughs> He opened up. Huh? It's like,
0: holy shit. Yeah. Blew your mind. <laughs> Some crazy right? shit. Yeah. yeah. I get why he didn't talk about it. You know? No. And mm. like
3: my kids look at me as dad, right? I'm the guy that comes home. Right. And puts a boot in their ass if they're screwing up. Throws a football. But they don't really. I mean, they've been to work. They've seen my office. Uh, they were too young to really grasp what I did for a living as mm. far as like. Like, I'd bring the police car home sometimes, and if it was my car, they could get in it and crawl all around. But if I was working another assignment, and it was a regular patrol car, they weren't allowed in the back seat because I go, that's where all the bad guys are, and that's, you know, piss on the floor, there's blood mm. on the seat, whatever. You know, it's cleaned up, but it's not back cleaned up, right? Right, 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 yeah. But my car, as a supervisor, I, I, I've I, been my, back
0: in the, in the, in the seat. <laughs>
3: yeah, ask Craig, he'll tell you about it. But my car was clean, so I would, you know, make sure it was clean. So if I went home which was pretty rare but they'd see my car occasionally and so they would crawl around and turn the lights on stuff like that talk on the pa piss off the neighbors <laughs> um but yeah the kids uh when they get bigger i'll probably tell them more stories okay well, give a story you know that you told them that they enjoyed
0: or, or one that you would tell them when uh the
3: so way. i when i was at when i was in riverside i um, it's a little bit of a long story i'll, I'll shorten it no up, no but no dude, no yeah <laughs> <Dude, this is laughs> all the time yeah trying to fill, fill don't, the not don't gap. leave any deal oh, details man, we out dude we're good so i was a new cop and you know when you're a new cop you look up to like the dope guys and so a new cop, how old are you i was probably five years on four years on so how old are you 25 uh, 20 well i started at, right at 22 so i was 26 okay so i'm looking at the dope guys you know they got the beards they get to roll up in unmarked cars you don't yeah, ever know what they do <laughs> everything's super secret and so you always kind of looked up to those guys kind of like a jv player a freshman player looking up to the varsity team right
2: when you said dope guy i thought you meant
3: like really cool guy yeah no (laughs) because like narcotics like that yeah they have to look (laughs) the dirty part yeah no i got you (laughs) i'm joking so i make this i make a an arrest i make a car stop i stop a guy and the guy's just begging me not to go to jail he's like i just got out i can't go back i'll give you whatever you need and that's what you want to get in law enforcement is you want to get the little fish and kind of start going up the food chain right so he goes, man, I got, I got a big cook. He's a big cook. He cooks a lot of meth here in, in, in the area. I can order up right now. He buys um, ephedrine pills from me. So what these guys would do is back in the day, before they put all this stuff under lock and key, they would go in and steal Sudafed, a little red Sudafed nasal yeah. congestant. Yeah. Well, it had ephedrine in it. So what they'd do is then they would take that and they'd cook it and they'd boil off the ephedrine and they'd separate it and then they'd turn it into speed. And So this guy goes hey, I go in if I tell him I got 50 boxes He'll meet me anywhere to get the 50 boxes because he wants my product and he pays me right there And so we do the workup. I go, okay, this is above my pay grade. I don't have the undercover stuff. So I call narcotics so uh, The top narcotics guy meets with me and I'm like, oh my god, he's sitting here he's talking to me You know, like, he's interested in my guy He's interested in my rest and you, you feel good about yourself like hey look at I'm spinning this into something bigger So we put this whole plan in place where we're going to go to a bowling alley. We're going to do the deal in the parking lot. Because I started this whole thing, they said, hey, do you want some overtime? I said, yeah. They said, okay, we're going to do it this evening, so stick around, and you're going to be the takedown. So you're going to be the guy that actually, once the deal's done and he drives away, you're going to stop him and arrest him. Cool, sounds fun. (laughs) I'd be shitting my pants (laughs) He he had a He had a lowered Chevy S10 truck That was tricked out I mean this Mm -hmm. thing was It was done up Pulls in Deal's done There's always an undercover officer With the bad guy that I arrested So there was two of them there He takes his hat off lets him know the deal's done Okay deal's done Hats off Okay we're good to go Okay he's coming out on this street And he goes okay Officer Wade get in behind him Pull him over this guy's driving like a NASCAR racer. Like He mm-hmm.
2: he knows how to drive.
3: He knows how to drive, and he knows that if he's going to get stopped and this is a ripoff, like when somebody's going to steal his dope from him or something, that he's getting out of there quick.
2: Are you in an undercover?
3: No, I'm in a black and white about oh. a block away, parked in a, like, backed into like an alley. Okay. So I'm trying to catch up to this guy. I can't catch up to him. He hits the freeway and he's in and out of traffic. So I call for air support. I go, I can just barely see him. He's about 500 yards ahead of me. I'm trying to get through traffic. He goes, oh, we got him. He's not going anywhere. So now the helicopter's got him. So he goes into downtown Riverside. He starts going all around. So I pick him up. And at this point, we switch to our main channel. So it's no longer a narcotics case at this point. Now it's anybody that's up ahead, jump in and stop this guy. Mm. Nobody gets in. It's crickets on the radio. Nobody's around. Everybody's tied up. Nobody's available. So I wind up just making a... Um, a guess on where he's going and i wind up getting him behind him and the chase is on and this kid took me through the paces man <laughs> we were all up around mount Rubidoux if you know that area yeah fairmont park mount Rubidoux, mm-hmm. all through downtown riverside um and this kid's up on sidewalks he's he's across front yards i mean he's he's not getting caught right <laughs> Mean, so, I mean, meanwhile, the helicopter's following him. Meanwhile, the yeah. helicopter's got him lit up like a Christmas tree because they got the night sun on him, the, the big light. And they so they got him lit up. Their percentage is really low what gets away with, yeah. with the ghetto bird out. But what right? we were concerned and, with was him throwing the boxes out of oh, the car yeah. because that's evidence that he bought <laughs> right. those drugs, the ephedonins. So so anyway, I get in behind him, and we go down a street. I've never been on the street in my life. And I'm like, where the hell are we going? And we're circling, and we're circling, and we're going up a mountain. And all of a sudden, I see his door open. And I see him, like, bail out of the car. And we're still doing, like, 25 miles an hour, 20 miles an hour. He jumps out, rolls. The car goes and just crashes into a uh, a dead-end sign, like a barricade at the end of a street. And he goes into some bushes and gone. And I'm like, shit, throw it in park as fast as I can, grab my keys, bail out. I go right after him. I go right through the bushes. Guess what's on the other side of the bushes? About a 25-foot drop, a cliff.
1: Oh, shit.
3: So I look down. I stop in time. I grab the bush. And I stop in time, and I look. And he's he's at, he's at the bottom rolling. He just went for it. And so I just looked around, and I was like, "Screw it!" So I he jumped. slid down too. So I just jumped, and I do ankles over. <laughs> that might be on the <laughs> mic. That's what that's what happened that <laughs> night. Yeah. Sounded just like that. Right. <laughs> but there might have been some stains. So I jump <laughs> off this cliff. And I hit the little ledge, and I'm just tumbling. And I'm rolling. I lose my radio. I lose my baton. I lose my pepper spray. Luckily, you know, the guns in the holster snapped in. We're good. Had my flashlight in my hand. Luckily, the
1: gun doesn't go off. No, we're all good.
3: (laughs) We get to the bottom, and I'm telling you, my bell's ringing. I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I just jumped off a cliff. Yeah. I get to the bottom. I grab my stuff, and I see him, and he's running across to Fairmont Park. Fairmont Park's a big, huge park in downtown Riverside with a big pond. It's got a train car. It's got an old World War II tank. It's just it's a huge park. So he's running towards the park, towards the uh, rose garden, and so I'm back then. Very few people got away from me on foot. I was pretty <laughs> quick. Um, not anymore. And how many yards away was he when you started uh, running? At, at least 150 yards away from me. Whoa! So football a football and and a half, field plus. A yeah. yeah. So Whoa. he's running towards the park, and then he makes a left and he's going along the pond. There's a huge pond. So I take my pursuit angle in football, right? Yeah. You don't ever mm-hmm. chase behind him. You always cut the angle yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I take my pursuit angle and uh i i'm like right on his heels and we're still lit up by the helicopter helicopter still on us and they're putting all the stuff out i didn't yeah. have to get on the radio once which was awesome <laughs> and so i'm on this guy and i'm just i'm yelling at him you're not getting away you're not get, here i come and i'm just talking to him the whole time and he keeps looking back and he, you could tell he's scared you know he's yeah, probably yeah. about the same age i was at the time he might have been a little bit older and as i'm Taking my angle, and I'm going to take him out. I, I just had visions of me just tackling this kid right yeah, in the park, football. Right? He makes a hard right turn and dives into the pond. Mm, okay. Well, now you know you got him. So, jumps into the pond, but it's a little scary because I can't see his hands now. Oh. Uh, so, if right. he had a gun, right. all he has to do is get it out, get it ready, come up out of the pap, water, pap. and shoot. And I'm, you know... So now I'm thinking, I got no cover. I'm sitting here out in the middle of nowhere in this rose garden, right by this rose garden. Mm-hmm. And so the helicopter, I I just tell the helicopter, hey, keep your light on him so he can't see me. I have no cover here if he comes out with anything. And he keeps diving down and he swims. And then he pops up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the light will move over here and then he dives down and he he swims goes back over to the here. same spot like a it's cartoon. Like you ever see whack-a-mole? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, where yeah, they yeah, pop yeah. up? Yeah. Dude, that's what it was. It was whack-a-mole. <laughs> so we uh and I'm, I'm sure the, the heli- helicopter can just see him under the water. Yeah, so the helicopter goes, okay, just I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop down low. It's going to get a little dusty. And I said, all right. So the helicopter literally comes all the way down with the skids right on top of the water. And they're just like, you know, on the PA, they're like, give up. You're not going anywhere. And so finally he comes up. If he had anything in his pockets, King's X, he got away with it. If he dumped a gun, he dumped a gun. There's no way we are going to – you're not going to go in the pond. I mean, how are you going to do that? We don't have the equipment to go in there and start looking for that stuff. Right um so if anyway he
0: say it would be his
3: yeah i mean there's no way that you could i mean if, obviously if there's no algae or whatever yeah, yeah. on it if it looked fresh but um yeah so anyway he uh, he wound up going to jail that night uh and that was my first introduction to like the narcotics guys and they're like man freaking e-ticket ride right out of the gate man that was a good job <laughs> and you know so i go back and the sergeant i still remember his name he comes over <laughs> And he's like, uh, "Where's your car?" And I said, "It's over here." And so we walk over. We walk through the park. We walk to the bottom of the cliff. And I go, "My car's up there. His truck's up there. He smashed into the the dead end barricade." And I said, "My truck. My car's right behind him." He goes, "Keys in it?" I go, "No, I got my keys." Because that was always a concern when you jump out and chase somebody. Somebody can yeah, get in your car. You don't want to leave your car weapons. Unlo- too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so it's always a concern is locking your door um, or locking your car. So you locked the car. I didn't lock it, but I bailed out and grabbed my keys out of the ignition. So nobody could could drive it away. And they couldn't get any of the other guns that were in there either, because those are locked keys. Yeah, keys gotta be in the ignition. So he looks at me and he goes, Please tell me you didn't jump off that cliff. (laughs) You don't know, I surfed it with style. I go, (laughs) go, Well, you see that ledge about halfway? I aimed for that. Didn't work out real well. (laughs) And he goes, You're I can't believe you did that. And I go, Well, he wasn't getting away. He goes, I can't believe you jumped off that cliff. And so, and it's nighttime, you know, so I'm running, it's dark. I got my flashlight yeah. out and stuff. So anyway, I go back the next day and look at it. And You're I'm right. like, yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> next time. I mean, yeah, otherwise but what? cool story. Yeah. So otherwise what I would have had to do is I would have had to tap out and say, okay, I'm out of the chase. He's on foot running through the But chopper. Still has him. Chopper still has him, but there's so many areas he could have gotten away. Yeah. In. yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, it's well, not, it's not hard to get away from the chopper because of trees and but stuff. But you had his vehicle registration, and we knew, ID, well, we don't know we if knew he stole We knew who he was before we did the oh, deal. Yeah. We mm-hmm. still wanted to catch him though, right? Because I, yeah.
0: So how many cops would have done that? None, zero,
3: very few. Yeah, because it. You would, at this age, you wouldn't do that. No. I mean, in my 40s, I wouldn't right. have done that. I would not have jumped that down. That. I would have just sat up and said, okay, none somebody of those, else can catch None me of those cops you see now that are out of shape wouldn't have done it. But when you're in your 20s... That was fun. It was all, you're like, hey, this is going to oh, be yeah, fun. Your Dude, was it rolling. wasn't like, fun. It was stressful as hell. When you're going through it, it's stressful as hell. But for me... Looking I, back I, on it's, it. It's my competitiveness. Yeah. I didn't want somebody getting away. Right. Like, I, I remember I was... He's the chief of police now, my old roommate. Um, we got a <clears throat> stolen car pursuit one time, and they all bailed out and ran. And I saw the driver, so I went right after the driver. Well, my buddy was 6'2", 240. <clears throat> like a good 240? Like a, like worked out every day, okay, yeah. solid right. muscle 240. Okay. And uh, I ran by him like he was standing still. And just right past him, tackled the driver, got him custody, hooked him up and everything like that. And then went after somebody else. And he goes, dude, what the hell? All I see was a blur go by me and you're on. I go, dude, I'm not pulling 240. I'm pulling like a buck 80. Yeah. And uh, I was fast back then. And I really trained a lot and wanted to be in, because there's always somebody out there coming out of jail, coming out of county, coming out of the state pen that's much stronger and faster than i was right right so you just want to at least have a fighting chance yeah so um but yeah it was fun man it was i i will say that uh, i had a lot of fun being a police officer some days absolutely sucked but for the most part i really enjoyed my job
2: was there ever like how many moments maybe too many to count that you were scared
3: Oh, you're always scared. I mean, especially when you're on SWAT. I mean, when I was on SWAT and you're doing entries in a house and you know somebody's in there and they got a gun. yeah, That's a pucker factor right there. Yeah. But you're always scared, but you're always just – you just have to – and it's weird because you busy yourself with the training. Like, I think that's part of training is focusing on different stuff and just hyper-vigilant on what you're looking at mm-hmm. so that you're not thinking about – what the possibilities are right because otherwise you'd never go in yeah yeah so you have to put that behind you and then later down the road you you look at each other and go that was a close one fuck dude yeah that was a close one
2: um uh, do you feel like you had enough training like i think part of the you know good cop bad cop argument is right now is like well these cops aren't getting enough training not enough okay not enough so not, e-
3: not even close to enough right um and that's the problem with it is uh training equals dollar signs mm-hmm. and you know they don't look at it that it's going to prevent dollar signs in a lawsuit in the future but they see that okay how am i going to staff my you guys are my shift right we're going to go out and we're going to handle you know whatever area let's call it temacula tonight this is our shift right here four guys yeah um how do i send two of them to training there's the, the, that vacuum and that void gets filled with overtime, and then you got to pay the guys at training plus the overtime bodies, and they start looking at that stuff, and they go, yeah. You're, they give you the bare minimum for the most part. Yeah. Any extra training, you got to go to on your own. Mm. Which Are is there guys that do that? Absolutely. Okay. And do they
1: get re- reimbursed with it if they pay for that kind
3: of stuff outside of it? A lot of, well, a lot of the times my, uh, when I was going through all the training on my own, I would go to San Bernardino a lot because they had a ton of classes at the time. And they would say, hey, you know what, Um, we'll give you the day off so you can go to the training, but we're not going to pay for the training. And so I would get the day off if the staffing was up to par, and then that way I didn't have to burn like a A vacation vacation day. day Yeah, yeah, they would just give it to me as a work day to where I could go to the training, but they weren't paying for the training. So it was, you know, when when they could, they would take it. But the problem is, you know, certain agencies are better than others. City agencies are always going to be better. They got more money county agencies are going to have less money because it's such a big beast mm-hmm. um and yet you know i mean the sheriff's department's got what three four thousand people how do you i mean <laughs> that budget alone is just astronomical yeah um,
2: and it's not just people who are on the current force it's guys like you who are retired that also take from um that budget as well right no yeah. uh, so i the once you once you, reti-
3: once you retire you're completely separated from the county Okay. You're under Calpers or whatever your retirement plan you're under. Okay. So I'm completely separated. They have absolutely. I'm not even on their books. They don't pay for. They have okay. nothing to do with my salary now. Okay. But you know, it's just like when you talk about training. It's like anything. Everything's perishable. Shooting, fighting, baton, uh, taser, pepper spray. All that stuff is you know, just manipulating your stuff on your belt and getting to it quickly and so being much able shit. to and being able to be you know proficient with it takes training and takes practice yeah. and, and not and not even most guys get not fat, even that but like the mental aspect do of it. it too like if if there was a training out there that
2: could get all right like sergeant wade over here he knows how to deal with this shit like let's have um johnny talk to these young recruits like you know i want you guys to not make the same mistakes i did this is how i dealt with it mentally you know hopefully this
3: will help you too like i think that's See, that's informal training. That's like where you, you bring somebody in and and we do a lot of that. Oh, you Uh, do. We do do a lot of that where, you know, like, um, let's say Craig had an incident yesterday and it was a really good arrest or really good incident. Then I would say, Hey, can you come talk to my briefing tomorrow and let my guys know what you, what, what happened yesterday? And he'd be like, yeah. So he'd come in and, and talk to him and that's just sharing information about what, what's going on and stuff, but formalized training, um, bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum, which is it sucks because there's so many guys out there that want to learn more and want to train more. And they just they get declined because mm. of budget reasons. Right. So. So where do you
2: depends. see uh, like, you know, obviously. Are y- are you guys understaffed right now? Is the sheriff department understaffed?
3: I think they're uh, they're actually looking at hiring a lot in the next year, year or two. And quite quite a few. Are there enough applicants? That I don't know. They they always yeah. have a problem um, finding I, good applicants.
2: Because I feel like always at one point, point, you know, maybe when you joined, it was like a noble thing to do. You know, now it's it like, was hard. Dude, to I don't want to be hair.
3: I don't want to be hated by everybody. You know no, now. And, and honestly, I think that uh, people come into this profession for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, most most of the people I worked with were. Good reasons. You could see why. A lot of them were uh, generational family. You know, dad was Mm -hmm. a cop, dad was a fireman, some type of public service, um, ex military, ex military, something like that. And they go into those type of professions. And I think it's like real estate, right? You go into it because your family's in it or, you know, whatever. It's just, it's one of those things that cops' kids typically become somebody's going to become a cop. Mm -hmm. Firemen's kids typically, somebody's going to become a fireman. And it's That's just, it's 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 weird, but it's... Well, your dad was... My dad was a cop. Was he for really? For a short time, he was. Now, did your
2: dad share stories with you? More no, so than you share with put, your kids? You he locked
3: me in the West Hollywood uh, sheriff's cell, though, one time, mm-hmm. and I think that left an impression. But, uh, no, I always grew up, my dad was in the movie business, motion pictures, uh-huh. and uh, he was a reserve for L.A. County Sheriff, where they got paid $1 a year to be a reserve, and he did that for about four years. And I always remember those days. And he told a few stories. Um, and I think that just left an impression. And Is your so, dad still with us? No. Oh, okay. No. Now, he was, though, while you were an officer. No. He died oh, when I was 15. Oh, shit. So, and wow. I think that that had a little bit to play with it, where mm. I looked at, you know, like, everybody looks and says, how do you make your dad proud, you know, type thing. Mm. And, uh I always just knew. I remember sitting in sixth grade before my dad passed away. And I remember sitting in sixth grade in school and they were having us take this thing about what, what career you were going to be, be when you grow up. For. And I sat there and I remember sliding it to the side. I still remember it vividly. I could tell you the teacher's name. And uh, I sat there and I was like, why am I doing this? I'm going to be a cop. Hmm. And it's just funny to me that I look back on it now and I'm like, how did I know that? That was your dad. So at that time, t- at that time, my dad was working in the movie business And he had only talked about some of his police stuff before. Mm. I don't know why, but, man, I've always known that I was going to be a cop. I've Mm. always just – I don't know why. Yeah, that's how my daughter Kylie
2: has been. She she just decided very young that she was going to be a nurse. Yep. And she never wavered.
3: I wavered for the fire department because I was too young to go to the police department academy. Hmm. So I went through the fire academy and did that first. Became an EMT, worked on an ambulance, did all that and pretty quickly realized that yeah i want to be a cop hmm. <laughs> the fire department was cool and it was fun and i love the fact that i did it but uh you know in here i always wanted to be a, be a cop
2: did you have any other mentors like besides your dad that, that no, you looked up to
3: uh i looked up to a couple guys i uh i worked in the fire department and the cops would come into the station and change and I just always found myself gravitating towards going out in the locker room. And, like, they had a gym out there. They'd work out before work in the other lockers, and then they'd go in and use the, uh, like, the showers and stuff. And I'd always go out into the fire department bay where the workout stuff was while they were working out and just ask them questions. Hmm. Hey, what happened last night? What do you guys – hey, can I go on a ride-along? Hey, can I, hey, can I go on really? calls with you tonight? Huh. Yeah, I just always was interested in it. Craig was just, just interested in the showers. Uh,
0: <laughs> so let me ask you a question because, you know, it we'll cut, take one. It kind of bums me out. Like I hear Shave this, a right? Bit, so again, I don't want to blow up your head cause it's already fucking pretty big. but <laughs> so, You're a good dude. Okay. And Thanks, you're looking brother. forward to retirement. And so of all the people out there that we want on the force, yeah, you'd be one be of them. you. Yeah, so why sure. not promote and like, a- and be there still to, yeah. Why did so, you
3: retire? Because I don't like politics. Uh, that's not the high, why I retired, the but that's why I didn't promote. The higher you so, go, the more it gets. So the way that I view it, this is my personal view, you're, you're a police officer, you're a cop. You can promote to corporal, you're still a cop. Detective, you're a cop that works his ass off. You become a sergeant, you're a supervisor of all the cops. You become a lieutenant, you're an administrator. You're no longer your a cop. Paperwork, you're just you doing don't paperwork. even fucking need a gun. Might as well just block it away in your safe because all you're going to do is push paper, do budgets, do purchasing, all that bullshit. The stuff that I absolutely hate and I'm not good at. Hmm. So for me, I got to a point where I actually tested for lieutenant at one point and I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Was my competitiveness? Was I don't want to. I got tired of working for absolute fucking idiots. Yeah. Name some names. Oh, I could (laughs) give you a few. They know who they are. Well, it's, um, it's
1: funny that you say that because um, when my dad was on, he he just stayed as an apparatus, apparatus officer. He never yeah. wanted to be a captain. Rick asked him like, "Why would you yeah. never want to promote to captain?" He goes, "I don't want to do paperwork." He goes, "I want to be in the fucking shit. I want to be in, you know." Yeah, and it's that I don't things. want to be the guy just over there doing this and looking at everybody. Yeah. You know, I and mean, as a
3: sergeant, you're kind of the the top guy, right? Because like I would work nights a lot and. All the lieutenants are home. The captain's home,
1: and and you're the
3: you're the boss. And that's what I was going to say too. Is what my dad said is that those captains
1: are so far checked out a lot of times too that you he is the lead as the apparatus as the AO. You know, he's the guy that's out there front line, and everybody's looking up to him. The captain a lot of times is looking up to what he does. He just didn't want to do any of the paperwork, so that's I figure it was kind of similar thing. You know,
3: no, and I you know I. I, God bless people that want to go up and be chiefs and want to go be deputy chiefs and do that stuff and go to the city council meetings and want to go to the Rotary Club meetings and want to, you know, go shake hands and kiss babies. That's not me. It's a different and, kind of service. And it's I, I feel and here's why I don't like it. Because when I'm a cop and I'm telling you that stop beating your wife, Chad, or I'm taking you to jail. Yeah. I'm being genuine, and I'm being truthful with you, and I'm being honest, and I'm you know, I trying, beat trying wife, to help. don't my wife just so everybody I'm knows. T- I'm, try- I'm trying to help.
1: <laughs> just putting that disclaimer out there. <laughs> Never laid hands on her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never will I?
3: No. Um, but I feel like or when you yeah, go to well, those yeah. meetings, it's you have to be fake. And I'm just I'm really bad at being fake. Like, my wife says it all the time. I have a really bad poker face. If I don't like somebody, you're going to yeah, know I don't like that, you. Yeah. I, just, I don't have that in me. To sit here and be completely phony to somebody. I would just rather go, excuse me, and walk away and go do something else. I just. And so that's season. why I, don't I, have wanna... I
0: have anything better to do right now, yeah. <laughs> but to be here. But, but uh, you know, I don't think I wiped
2: good enough. I'm gonna go check. But t- to Craig's point, like, gosh, man, it seems like that's it, what exactly a waste. what a waste, right? Like, what the the agency well, I appreciate, needs.
3: I, dude, I appreciate all these uh, accolades because my head is getting bigger and I'm sitting. Here well, it must be the I, beer talking yeah, or something. No, no was, well, you're, you're not even drinking it. <laughs> no, uh, but
2: um, you know, so leading up to your retirement though, like, was it more the idea of like dude, like I get to retire or like, do you miss it? No. So, I mean,
3: I miss people yeah. and I miss the job. I miss the work. I really do miss the work. I'm yeah. There's nothing better than going, you know, hair on fire, 80 miles an hour trying to get to a call because you want to go help somebody or you right. want to help an officer that's in a fight or right. you hear something. That'll never change. That adrenaline dump that cops get mm. is, uh, it's legit. Like yeah. it's, I mean, it's. I remember going home and my hand shaking like this, right? Because you know it was a freaking you just you just had a on fire night. Oh, unbelievable! And you just you can't come. You know, it takes a while. How do you it? Takes it? A, How do you come uh, down? It takes a while to. Uh, well, some guys drink. I was never a big drinker. Yeah. The gym. Yeah. Go in your the adrenaline's weight room to going, You got Yeah. You, you yeah. just go in there and do a few sets and do a little workout and um, then sex. You, then, sex helps. Sex helps. Oh, for sure. That's only <laughs> yeah. if you're awake. That's
1: a good stress one. If you're awake, <laughs> if you're awake. <laughs> Typically, you're like, <laughs> it's John with the dick on his forehead. <laughs> uh, no,
3: it's uh, – yeah, it's um, – it was a fun profession, man. It's a lot of fun. It's just I, – I miss the guys I worked with. There were some really good people I worked with. But I tell you what, two things made it really easy for me to leave. Mm. My plans, because mm-hmm. I had plans, which you well yep. know of, for yep. probably 10 years yep. that when I retired, I was moving to Hawaii. Right, um, And then my last two years – I battled with uh, two lieutenants that had no fucking business being lieutenants or let alone being a supervisor. They were horrible. And I had to go to war in my last two years. Okay. So after my last two years and I got both of those guys transferred to the jail, thank you very much. (laughs) um, I was done. Like mentally I was exhausted. I was just. You needed a break. I I was like, I I can't have another dumbass telling me what to do when he doesn't have a clue one what we do. Mm. Um, It would be like having somebody come in and teach you how to brew beer that has never been in a brewery before. And you have to sit there and very calmly go, okay, we're not going to do it that way. And here's why. And treat them like a a two-year-old and go, you know, that's that's not what we do here. This is what we do. And it just, it was exhausting. Mm. And then the BLM stuff and the COVID stuff. Once the COVID stuff hit, I knew I was—I I knew on my birthday I was done. That was always my plan, anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd been looking forward to it for about ten years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, so, 10. now, what okay. force
1: did you work for? Because I know Craig at the very start set, made it sound like you worked for multiple.
3: So I started uh, with Riverside Community College as a campus police officer. Right. Went to the academy, got hired by Riverside PD. PD, okay. Went to Newport Beach PD. Right. Back to Riverside PD, and then to Riverside Sheriff.
1: So, that be, so you don't have to be in one organization with your pension to all, qualify. All of it. those pensions they were all under are CalPERS. Combined. They were all Okay, so that's how you could move around. so yeah. um, And
3: I moved around because, you know, everybody thinks. You but you ended me. at Riverside County Sheriff? I did. Okay. I did my last 20, 21 years
1: there. Oh, so most of your time was there. Yes. Okay, all right. So you, you had a, probably a relationship with Bianca and stuff then. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. I know Sheriff Bianco. Yeah
3: we uh we, we you ever listen to this chad shout out hope you get sheriff next time
1: yeah for sure I, we do work <laughs> i'm pretty with, uh, sure he'll be on real reelections in the bag i'm in telecommunications so we do a lot of work for riverside county is my biggest co- uh customer and so okay. we we're in bianca's building all the time so yeah i know uh, Simon uh,
3: dave and all those guys so yeah it's uh, i tell you what it was really uh, i worked under the previous administrator for quite a while which was horrible um it was nice to uh, nice breath of the fresh air having chad come in and really change the direction of the department and get the ship going in the right direction because morale was in the toilet for so many years because you know it was run like a dictatorship yeah, and it yeah. was just it was horrible well and
1: then that was that was what i was going to get to next thing was about the vaccine that we were originally talking about before we started the podcast yep. about for your son in school yeah, so I, the I'm fact not, that I'm you know not not that the riverside supporter. county sheriffs were not backing down no, for that shit absolutely. you know so and which yeah, a lot of the ones did. You know, um, L.A. County Fire did it. L.A. L.A. County PD did not. LA, or L.A. County, LA County so Sheriff didn't. Yeah. Correct. He's yeah. not Alex Villanova it. didn't yeah. do it either.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think he's, he's in line with the San Bernardino Sheriff and with Riverside Sheriff right. that they're not going to mandate it. And, you know, I mean, God bless those guys because uh, what we're seeing here is absolutely – I never thought I would see this in my life. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable that they're forcing people to do stuff. Yep. I just went online to look for my son for – college programs and we were talking about this before the podcast and it's sad but some most colleges will yep you, know, you got in order to go on campus and be an in in class instruction you have to have the vaccination and your boosters and i'm like it just boggles my mind how they think they can do that and i'm i'm in the podcast so let's get a class action lawsuit because i think it's a bunch of horse shit. Yeah. well they're um, getting
2: funding from pfizer and all that shit that's why well
3: that's all it is and yeah. it's you know all of them i mean fauci's so deep into <laughs> pfizer it's ridiculous um, and his wife. Yeah, it's sickening. So, you know, there's – there, and I hate to – She's on I something hate, else. She's on part of the WHO board maybe or FDA. Hmm. Yeah. His wife is. Yeah, she's she's behind it. She's in part of all of that too. Hmm. Yeah, it's just – it's ugly. But there's evil going on, man, and it's nasty. And it's it's got to be, you know, whatever ideology they have, they can go to bed at night, whether they think it's, you know, these globalists or whatever you want to call them. But it's like – unbelievable that we've gone down this path and they're talking about just nasty stuff that they're talking about. So, you know, vaccines and we had a, this is a quick story, but the vaccine, we had a guy at the Academy, Sheriff's Academy, 23 year old kid stud physically stud athletic, strong, smart kid. Grandma lived at home with them. So he felt compelled to go get the vaccine within two weeks. He had a blood clot in his neck. Hmm. And uh, this kid was nothing wrong with this kid. Yeah. And it's like, how do you not realize? And how do people not see what this is doing? People do see it.
0: It's just they don't. Yeah. Stop. The, me-
3: the media doesn't. The media doesn't share it, yeah. and it's that's buried. the problem. And people, that's, they buried. bury it. Yep. Yeah. There's soccer, plenty of peop-
0: soccer players, athletes, healthy young men are there's just plenty dropping. Plenty of people the that text. see
2: it, but there's also plenty of people that just see what the media is telling
3: them. Oh, and uh, I've got a a bunch of them that I know that are like that too and that's all they believe they believe 100% what's on CNN my dad does that
2: and I want to smack him in the face and also you know sorry I love you yeah (laughs) there are um, you know (laughs) people who have lost love sorry he lost your at the same time
3: (laughs) absolutely all his tools absolutely and you know we know people that have their their family members have died from COVID yeah. And when you really look into it, I mean, I would say 90 percent, not all of them, but 90 percent serious medical mm-hmm. health issues along with COVID. You know how many people died from the flu every year? Right.
1: Yeah. The, num- the numbers are the same, Before if COVID? not more. And they haven't announced those numbers in the last two and a half years. And, and so
3: no, nobody looks at that. And I'm like, OK, why are we not treated? Why did we not treat the flu? Like we're treating COVID. Shut the world down. Because somebody's getting rich, and it's the big drug companies, Mm -hmm. 100%. Now it's
0: monkeypox. Yeah.
1: I know. that's coming. That just came out yesterday. So we survived the murder hornets. Yeah. So (laughs) what's next? Monkeypox. Seriously. (laughs) No, I saw that. I did see that this morning. And we have a vaccine for it
0: already. (laughs) Of course we do. (laughs) That's weird. We had that ready before. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, all of it, man. So we have a, um, a baby food shortage. Guess who's producing fake milk? Bill, Bill Gates. Gates. Yeah. This some weird shit, right? <laughs> like, who, who's not at this point asking, huh? Well, you know, what he the also, fuck's going on? He
3: also bought like he's the major
0: landowner of all farmland, farmland
3: in the United States. Weird, right?
0: Food shortages, and he, all of a sudden, all these. Food I want, made Melanie, to 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 down I want in, Melanie
3: to come
1: out with a, like, just spill the beans. Well, she kind of just though, did. Too. She'll get killed about
0: though. the Epstein Island yeah. deal. Yeah, she kind of just did. Who did? So. His, His ex-wife. Ex-life. Oh, really? Melanie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or M- 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 Melanie or Melina? Melanie. Either way. Yeah, whatever. They, Melina yeah. is. not that's no, Trump. <laughs> yeah, Melanie.
2: <laughs> Melania. 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 Love Melania. Yeah, something like you, Melania. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever, some Mel. Yeah. Anyways. So, I want to circle back real quick to- Oh, circle back. That, that circle terminology, She's lose that terminology. I want to go back a little bit. Take that out of
1: the English. Let's go way back. In 1980s, where were you? So,
2: you had this 10-year dream plus whatever- to retire in Hawaii yes you started that dream like and you're thinking all in all in all and you in, were buddy. all in all in, hundred percent you were there dude you had you bought your land ocean view it was beautiful a tractor and <laughs> got a tractor on a
3: tractor <laughs> all this stuff and then you came back a year later about a year later we came back uh You know, it ultimately came down to what's the best decision for the entire family. Yeah. So we loved it. My wife and I loved it. The day that I told her we need to start thinking about moving back, she looked at me Mm. like I was stupid and said, I feel like I should have been born here. I love it here. We're not going back. Mm. And I I said, well, we need to look at the kids. (laughs) And uh, two things killed it for us. COVID shutdowns, because over in Maui, they took it hyper. really bad. They took it way over the top. High school was shut down. Uh, all sports was shut down. We couldn't even get them into like a, a travel volleyball or a, any travel sports. So you sports. guys are stuck on your property. So not on the property. We went. Well, and they, 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 for, okay. the first, for the first half of it, they ventured out and had fun. Once that wore off, uh, social media was the second thing that killed us. Mm. So my kids would lay there and look at their phones and see what everybody else was doing <laughs> back home. Here. My son was getting gotcha. ready to go into his senior year. He's seen all his buddies at the beach. He's seeing all his buddies at Knott's Berry Farm. He's seeing all his buddies go here, do that. And they were all getting together because he has a really good, close group of friends. And um, kind of what, what we all grew up in in Canyon Lake where it's just real, mm-hmm. you know, everybody did everything. Yeah. And if somebody moved away, you didn't have to relive it every day on social media. Well, he did. Mm-hmm. And he chose to look at it every day. Mm. And I just saw, I saw a decline starting in his, just his jovial personality and his happiness, and you could see it. And so I took him out on a hike one day, and I just looked at him and said, you know, what's, what's, what's going on? Because something's wrong. And he goes, well, I don't want to say. And I go, well, what's going wrong? What, you got to tell me, dude. And he goes, I hate it here. He goes, I want to be back with all my friends, and this is your dream, and I don't want to ruin your dream. And so, big slap in the face for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, that was like getting punched in the gut. And so, then yeah. I talked to my daughter no, and said makes, the same that thing. That makes
2: me well up a little bit, just yeah. talking it, about yeah. oh,
3: it. Oh, yeah, huge. And yeah. It, it was. And he was. He had tears running down his face. And, yeah. And it was tough. And it was – so, I talked to my daughter, and she felt the same way. I talked to my youngest. He saw them, so he went on, <laughs> he went on <laughs> their a, team. He was actually – he, he went to a Christian school, so he got to go to school every day, play mm-hmm. sports. Oh, so he's like, I'm chilling. He was fine. Uh, he would have adapted fine had the other two. No yeah. matter what, well, he adapts fine. Well, he, that, he's you. That's yeah. the That's, the young that's
1: <laughs> mine, too. Seth's like, when are we yeah. moving
3: to Utah? And yeah. I'm getting the hell out of here, and I'm yeah. like,
1: uh, when you graduate high school, why? Why do I got to wait five more years? Yeah. You know,
3: so the young ones, I don't know. They get it. Yeah. Like, and I think they're, you know, they're not entrenched as much as the older ones. Yeah so I just sat back and I thought about it so I told my wife I said we need to go for a walk tomorrow so we went for a walk she goes what's up I go there's something I'm going to throw at you but you need to think about it before I say it don't just just immediately give me an answer no
2: knee jerk reactions
3: I said I think we need to look at moving back and she stopped like dead in her tracks and she goes no she goes uh uh I love it here she goes I should have been born here Mm. and so I said well we need to look at the kids you got to really take a look at the kids and I shared with her what had happened and she was like No. And she just kept saying no, you know, because she didn't want to believe it. She really, because we were so focused. Like I was so focused on getting the property ready and, you know, cutting trees and doing this. And we had people come over and help us and just had a blast. We were having, we were having, you You were relaxed, just having a good time. We had a really good time over there. And, um, she just didn't want to, and I said, this is why. And I started breaking it down for her. And so we, we floated with the idea of letting my oldest come back for a senior year by himself. and And living
1: with friends family or friends Friends. yeah right yeah and
3: uh i had it kind of lined up kind of never really asked them but i floated the idea by them and they were open to it and um i started thinking about it and i was like i didn't retire and work my ass off to get over here to break the family up yeah Mm. and i said it really bothered me and i mean i was starting to lose sleep now and i was like so i'd sit out on the property and i'd just be like what the hell am I doing? And I go, yeah, this is awesome. This is great. But, um, yeah, we did it. Let's go back. And I just knew it was right. I just knew at some point it just clicked that it's the right decision. Huh. And I knew it before my wife did. Like I knew it, like it took her a little bit more convincing to get her to see it. But I go, we need to go back. It's just, it's yeah. the best thing for the kids. Well, cause they yeah. were talking about not letting my son play sports in high school without the vaccine. Hmm. And once that came out, I was like, we're done. Fuck here. This. I was like, yeah, we're done.
2: And you can always go back, right? I mean, well, that's, that may that's still what gonna be get to. Yeah. a plan for you and Nicole.
3: I think we're going to, according to my wife, we're going to go wherever the kids are. <laughs> so yeah. I think we'll, we'll still vacation there. You're going to go
1: when all three kids go all over the United States. You hope one goes back to Hawaii. We're
3: going to live in a fucking (laughs) motorhome because uh, she wants to be by her There's one for sale right here. She wants to be with her kids. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I'm blessed that we love our kids and we want to be by them. They're not shitheads yet. No, No. 100%. (laughs) Fingers crossed.
2: Yeah. My um, son is going to move to Montana this summer, and I couldn't be more tickled. Yeah. Just because Montana to me is Hawaii to you. Exactly. And it's like. I'm so pumped. Yeah,
3: no, and absolutely. So we, and I'm, I mean, you guys know, Chad, you might not know, but I'm one of those people that don't tell me I can't do something because I'll fucking find a way to do it. I'm just that guy. Like I told my wife, I said, when we first met, I said, don't ever tell me I can't have something or I can't do something. Let me figure it out on my own. That is probably a bad idea. Because if you mm. tell me, no, you're not doing that, like we're doing uh, I'll fucking do it. That's yeah. just, I yeah, don't know why I'm that's like that. Yeah, but that's a weight thing. Key's that way too, though. Yeah, I don't know why I'm like that, but I am. So once I decided and we made up our mind that, yeah, we're going to come back. We sold the property within two weeks. Uh, I had cars getting shipped back. I had a shipping container dropped off. Like I was in full, let's get moved back mode. And as long as I got like a direction and I've got some type of purpose, I'm ha- I'm, I'm busy. I. That's just me. I got to be doing something. So
1: did you sell that property? Or did you hold we on to it? Sold it.
3: Oh, okay. I was wondering if that was
1: an option to maybe no, hang on no. to it. We had all our money tied up in that oh, for real yeah, estate. Okay. So
3: um, well, now you're all... a real estate agent. So figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think we're gonna stay here. I think that you know we're gonna stay put with friends and family. And I'll be honest, sitting around this table and talking to you and how like the three listeners you got. Yeah, um, I think of eight. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one honestly, in yeah, there's you, one in Germany. You don't realize how important uh camaraderie f- just friends yeah. even if you don't see your friends but once a year once every six months just being able to get in a car and go drive and see somebody or go to lunch with somebody mm-hmm. it's huge yeah and i will say this
2: we are social creatures
3: we are and Tribal. had it just been nicole and i we would still be in maui because so many people vacation there that we were mm. seeing people every month sure and yeah. like i had guys from work uh bob duckett Duck it ass, duck it. Yeah. Shout out um, to duck Shout out to duck <laughs> Thanks, Thanks um, for listening. He came over. It, he came over and I knew him from work. I didn't know his wife. I didn't know the other people that came over. We went and hung out. They came out to the property. It was just fun. It was just a cool time entertaining people. Hey, let's go snorkeling. I'll take you to the spot tomorrow. You know, whatever. Um, but when people would leave and my house was built, I looked at her and I said, I'll probably wind up getting bored because there's not. So I can't just jump in my car and go visit somebody, right? Yeah. Um, and that was a huge part but of coming you, back. Yeah. But well, well, you also, don't golf, you, so you better serve you or met, fish or something. Else. You would have oh, met some buddies. Uh, give, yeah. you know given
1: some time. There's and, uh, all, all kinds of retired guys neighbor, over there. Yeah, fire you know, department. Whatever. Our yeah. neighbors were
3: were super yeah. cool and yeah. So I mean, I'm sure that over time we would have developed those relationships. But there's something to be said for people you grew up with. You can be sure. yourself. Yeah. Yes. And I will say this about Maui. And sorry if you guys hear this over on the islands, Britta. Um <laughs> We couldn't be ourselves there. And what I mean by that is, you kind of you never their you never or... know what somebody's uh, views are, what their beliefs are, oh. where they stand on stuff. So we felt like we were always walking on eggshells. Yeah. Like, and people were always checking us out to see if you know. It just wasn't. Well, they don't talk about it over there, right? They don't talk uh, politics and stuff over there. They do. Do,
1: do they? They do. Um, I guess I've always just been to I mean I've been to all the islands basically, But Kauai yeah. is where we normally go And that's like the mellowest Yeah you know, I, I mean at, when so. you
3: live there I think that you'll get to know What people's sure. beliefs are and stuff Especially when you're starting to talk And hang out and barbecue And stuff like that But uh, you know when we got back It's like okay we're back I feel like I've got my circle You know I've got my influences your best, your best friend Best friend ever
4: <laughs>
3: mm. Let you're, me tell you a story about Craig. Your uh boss oh, your yes. boss now. There's a couple. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's, there's a quite couple. a few. Let's do this. <laughs> this would be the one time he tried uh, to pull him over and then yeah. No, there was a couple, a couple times where we uh, oh, buddy Wade. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, so no, yeah, no, no, no. no. Just, it's all about the kids, right? <laughs> I just started kids.
3: dating my wife and, uh, <clears> and I'm good. And I'll take this, one. This this uh, I don't even know if it was a girl comes slithering downstairs. <laughs> My wife was a good <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is, and I'm like, what were you doing? Cool. We were just, we were just studying. We were just studying. Uh, studying. <laughs> totally studying. Yeah. yeah, we had good times, man. It's been no, fun. No, we didn't. We I'll, did. I'll back it what up. What do you mean? No, you did. I'll back we it did. up. I'll
0: back it up. So John Wade is, is how old are you right now? 51. So I'm 46. He's always the older guy. Like he, he was a stud. Older He's, brother. He partied. He was just like always <laughs> like that guy that I was like, fuck, that guy's rad, you know? And so um I was selling my house. I'm like, ah, you know what? I, I, if I'm gonna go anywhere, John's living by himself in his big ass waterfront, I'm gonna ask him. Sure. Moves in. About six minutes later, he meets Nicole. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm in for like we're partying with Wade. <laughs> yeah. Summertime's coming up, and we're just gonna get after it.
2: I remember those days,
0: dude. Yeah. I remember well, like it was a minute later. Going riding John's Harley's,
2: house. and right when I met so him, you, so you're upset that he got not he got upset. His... Nicole's
0: amazing, but the being this big
2: like, giant asshole dog that freaking wanted oh, to yeah. eat people. Yeah, Harley. so it was just
0: funny. So like my, my my whole game plan of like being two single dudes partying was yeah.
3: was, was it's all was, her fault, dude. It was was, was
0: <laughs> shifted by an amazing person. Yeah. So mm. we all love. How did Nicole. you and Nicole meet? Meta-like. All right, this is a fun story. <laughs> okay, okay. This is a fun story. So, I wasn't there. I wasn't there, but let me go ahead and tell it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, it. It. All right, let's hear butch- butch- Craig's version. Gonna butcher this second I won't tell it. Go ahead, and tell it. you tell it. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I have one favorite part. i hear your version so, and then if the if truth. He, if he leaves it out, I'll leave I'll, I'll I'll interject, but go ahead and tell okay. it. Okay. Right. Right. I'll probably leave it out
3: cuz right. uh it has to do with craig i'm sure <laughs> so no so i'm out i'm not with craig that no, day no, no, i'm no. with uh, a bunch of buddies we ride harley's and we ran around the cowboy world we always went to the cowboy bars went to the national finals rodeo we ran around the cowboy uh, circuit if you would say that um mostly mostly norco riverside san bernardino mostly chasing girls i mean that's yeah you know yeah. sure sure yeah so all i did back then work and chase girls um, I didn't catch any until until this was night. Was Nicole a rodeo? He yeah. uh, was a virgin. So Nicole was a rodeo. Uh, she oh, was a rodeo princess. My actually. yeah, God, um, Nicole, you never shared this. I know. I hope she. So so to this. we're out she rolling, we're out rolling it. around on Harley's. We go to the beach. We come back and we're like, hey, let's cruise by in cahoots. All right, cool. And so we, we had no plans to go there that night. And so we go walking in. We always hung out in the same spot at the back of the bar. I make it about halfway to the back of the bar, and I see her. And she's on the dance floor. And we knew we almost knew. all the girls that went to these bars. I mean, because that's oh, all we did, okay, right? So, okay. like, on Wednesday nights, we went to a certain place. Thursday night, we went to a certain place. Friday, we went to a certain place. So, we knew all the, all the girls for the most part. So, I walked in. I'm like, who's that? And so, my buddy Dean stops with me. He kind of bumps into me. I'm like, who is that? I don't know who that is. Did you actually and she was out there her shaking her, her ass, ass on the right dance. Now. I was pointing at her. Really? I was. And I was pointing at her obviously so that she would see me and the girl that she was dancing she was dancing with a group of girls and so her friend who's like her big sister comes right off the dance floor right at me you knew her no and she's like uh why are you pointing at my sister Mm. and it's not her sister but she just acts like the big sister yeah 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 and she goes i go i go hi i'm john how are you and she goes i'm candy how are you and i candy is that with a c or a k and she pauses and looks at me She goes. Why do you want to know that? I said, Well we're Fake gonna name we're gonna need it for the wedding invitation. Oh, oh shit. shit confidence.
1: That's good. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, is it a C or a K? Like and do <laughs> dude, you work at the, we at need the video. strip place connection?
2: He said confidence <laughs> right now. He had his right eyebrow. Dude, uh, uh, dude uh, I was like confident Elvis. back in the day. I mean right. it's
3: still in today, but um yeah, I didn't lack confidence or cockiness, whatever you want to call it. Right. So anyway, so the night goes on, and Nicole had been drinking, and I had not. Because whenever I ride a Harley or drive, I don't drink. Okay. So they noticed that. They noticed that I was there. I kept hitting on her. I kept coming over to talk to her, and I wasn't getting shot down. But I wasn't, you know. She was like, "Yeah, I'm not looking for anything. You know, I'm here with playing my, hard to get. A little I'm here. Bit. No, I'm here with my girlfriends. We're having a good time. And I'm like, all right. So finally. Towards the end of the night, uh, her one friend convinces her, walks over to her, and I found this out later, but she goes, hey, man, I've been watching him all night. He's not drinking. He's over there. He seems like a nice guy. You should probably talk to him. Okay. So we go out front, and it's probably midnight at that point. And my buddies sat on a bench out in front of this bar for, like, two hours while I sat and talked to her. And I, I just it's the first girl that I ever met that every time I gave her a test, like, what music do you listen to what do you do for fun where do you go it, you know all it, those it, things it that you ask Checked all an, the boxes she answered 100 percent right hmm. and so i'm going like oh, this is pretty awesome yeah. mm-hmm. and so uh we were getting ready to leave and i was on my bike and she was cold and so i gave her my jacket i said here take my jacket she goes no you need it. i said no i don't need it you, you need it and she goes why am i t-? i go because that way i'll see you again Oh, and so I got her number. Rico Suave. Yeah. So, uh, and that was
1: the end of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and Craig, Craig does not have a part of the story now,
3: and except for him Craig's crying in the corner. Away and all of a sudden his bubble just goes. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so what was your part of the story? That Yeah. No,
0: he, he, s- he t- told it. It was the way he spelled her name. Was, yeah. I, I love that line. I'm like, who the fuck says that? I'm trying yeah. to think
1: know. of me and John's first. I, I have a feeling if I remember, right. John, will, I'm sure we'll remember. Was it probably at your uncle and aunt's house in the cul-de-sac? And I think Keith's group of friends was not cooperating with my group of friends. Cooperating? Cooperate? Cooperate. Was that Brian Rob Knight?
3: Probably. Okay, I wasn't living there. But you were, I think you were there. I was not there. Okay, then maybe it was Mark. Or Chris. No, Mark came out. Um, No, I think the first time we met was, was that before he was dating Brooke?
1: I don't know if Brooke was part of that because Craig gets involved with Brooke's story too, so I don't even know oh. where all that
3: puts. Yeah, put I know in place. I met you through when he was dating um, Brooke, and that's how I met you, and that was back. I was already living in Menifee at the time. Um, yeah, I can't even think. What, but when that remember. whole thing happened, I did. We came into town looking for those people that came to our house that were trying to jump right.
1: Them. And, that, and that's where I think it was like Ryan Anderson. It was probably like Tony Asom, all that group. I don't know what it was. But I remember that all went down,
3: and I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, it was a big thing in the Colt stack. Yeah.
1: And so I was trying to – I thought and maybe Phil, we Phil were – listeners. In
3: yeah, my cousin, he got in a fight at school. I don't know anything about it other than – he got in a fight with the kid at school and then that kid went and got like 30 people to go to his house in the middle of the night yeah. and they were all going to jump him and i'm like and my uncle is like no you're not <laughs> it was um and so they wind up leaving and, and nothing happened but uh it was a uh yeah it was kind of a, a big drama scene for a little while there and Whatever. I don't, I don't, I, like I said, I, that was high school stuff. Yeah. I'm five years older than Keith. So I was already out of college and I think I was working at the police department at the time.
1: So the, so the funny part where I, where I remember about that is that I, I was just acquainted mm-hmm. with all those. I didn't mm-hmm. know what the real story was going on. We were all just partying and I think it just moved that way. Yeah. But I remember being at a storm game later on, maybe a week, whatever it was. And all of a sudden I got all of Keith's buddies all standing behind me as I'm standing at the top of the concourse. I'm by myself. And I have all these guys behind me. All just, I turn around and I'm, I'm like, where the fuck are all these guys? Like, like They're all going to just fucking jump me right there. And I have nothing to do with any of this. But no, it's because I was associated with them.
3: Well, it's because you I'm went to the was, house, right? Yeah, I was
1: with the, everybody that went to the house. But I wasn't made, part of he that. Because yeah. Keith
3: made a mental note that night of who was out front. And he came back and I said, write down everybody's name that was there. Yeah. And that way you, you know, probably know who's on what and side. He, and he
1: knew me, so he recognized me. But it was all Keith's friends and all the guys he hung out yeah. with at that time. And they're all like behind me now and I'm at the storm stadium like fuck I'm gonna get my ass fucking killed right now. And so I didn't happened? do anything. Nothing did happen. Oh. They were just being hard asses yeah. behind me, you know. And I mean me and Keith have been close, but you know, How ever old are since. You ch- I'm forty eight now. Forty eight. Yeah. So, so he's in the middle. He's Chad's mm-hmm. also than
0: the the, the origin of the crazy eights.
2: I know.
3: Do you? Oh, that, this is going to be my next <laughs> Here we question. Go again.
2: <laughs> do you? Were you? Did you know about the
3: Crazy Eights? Those guys were bitches. Yeah. <laughs> See, you they were. They were, much, they were younger than me, so we used to we used to clown on them. We just thought yeah. it was funny. Yeah. And one of the kids in the Crazy Eights was named Wade. And yeah, so Wade Ruman. So Wade Ruman. So uh, my best friend. If, <laughs> yeah, Craig's old best friend. If you remember the tunnel. Uh, for the water for, for the, the for the uh, under the, the causeway. causeway yeah the causeway so there were steps there at one time yes and yes. all the crazy eights went over there and wrote their names yes and it said wade on there so every time i went through the tunnel people would always be like oh dude you wrote your name in there i'm like no some little bitch did it and it's his first name not his last yeah name. that's wade so but um, hey, Wade, I Wade listening. Yeah, yeah Wade. I, I, I got honestly, you back. he's a he's a he's a firefighter for Anaheim. I think. Shout yeah, out I, to Wade. Yeah, a, shout out to Wade because uh, dude, you got me a lot of props <laughs> in the lake, but a uh, little street credit there. But no, I honestly, I, don't know, I knew the only one that I knew was I knew Jeff Asom. So Jeff Heard, yeah, and Bailey. So he and R-Miley. I met. He left the fire department right when I went in to volunteer. So I knew Jeff. I never knew Tony until years later. I never had any issues with with your whole. Cause you guys were much younger than me. You're like three years, four years younger than me. So I never, I mean, we would hear about stuff every once in a while, but that was the, that was the nice thing about like, I went to school 20 miles away. So I didn't know any of the stuff going on in the lake. Yeah. Right. When we came home to the lake, it was pretty much family and close friends. I didn't have anything to do with any of the, uh, the Elsinore drama that spilled Mm -hmm. over into the lake, which was a good, a good thing for me. Yeah.
1: And that, that was also the time, too, when uh, Temesco Canyon opened up. So then you had the division. Yes. So, you know, the, the Canyon Lake kids all went to Temescal Canyon, unless you were grandfathered into Elsinore, where, we, like, me and Craig yeah. stayed. So, that you know, whatever. Yeah. It, I mean, was, it was, it was just, weird. but yeah. It's
3: all about growing up and finding your path and, you know, dealing with the adversities that face you and your community. Because every kid's got them, right? Yeah. Whether it be Elsinore and Canyon Lake or whether it be Riverside and, you know, to, to, I'm sure Temecula's got them, Murrieta's got them, everybody's got them. So... It's just it's uh, it's part of growing up. Yeah, we had the the bad
1: stories with the when it just used to be. Elson dude, it's nine oh four. I
3: thought this was two hours.
1: You're at two hours. You're at
0: two hours. You're at you're, you're thirty seconds from two hours. Remember,
1: John <laughs> John's fifty two. He has to go to bed now. So,
3: dude, I would have been in bed an hour and a half ago. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> normally, well, <laughs> well, I'm usually tired from Nicole chasing me around the house. Oh, <laughs> that's usually Rick's line to close this thing down.
0: Yeah, but well, we can you shut you want, it down, yeah. but.
2: Um, uh, Johnny, thanks for coming, dude. No, was, yeah, I, I didn't like, realize
3: it was gonna be all about me. I thought I was gonna sit here and actually like chime in on your guys's podcast. It is. No, it's no, no, a bonfire. No. You're the it's guest, that, dude. The guest. I know, but I didn't. We turned it into that because like, we got stale. The, the, the three the of guest. us just talk
1: about the same shit every freaking week we were doing it. So we're That's like, start bringing it. on guests. That's and then true. It, what he's well, saying well, is he's never listened to the podcast. Rick, Rick wants have friction right now. This is what we do at the end. He says it's not true. It was true. What, to a Rick? certain extent. Yeah. but hey, closed shit yeah. down. I, I mean, love you guys.
2: John closed it, uh, it down. It, good times. Uh, you know, we, we started off just the three of us or whatever. And shooting the shit we, at pizza. Yeah, yeah, shooting the shit. But realize, like, even some of the guys that we knew super close, like you and Ted. a bunch of other. Ted was a big one, you know? It was um, cool. Like, my my dad, dad, I know,
1: but they didn't know everything about my dad. So, yeah. like everybody's got stories, man. Everybody's got. Like,
2: I would have
0: had a few are,
3: more, but I didn't realize that this. Well, was, this it was wasn't about be. that.
0: So, like, even our our close friends, you know, we don't talk about things, you know, like either. Right, as men, you don't. Yeah. If it wasn't it for these cool.
2: microphones, we might not have gotten these stories out of you, right. kind of thing. You're it's amazing right. what what people open up about when they when we start prying a little bit and we start, you know. Fishing for things that happen, and you ask little questions, and it leads to this and that. Like, dude, it's so much fun to do this. Like, I, even if we didn't have any listeners, just to like. We don't. Uh, no. they, well, we don't. <laughs> you're right. We have we're, a few. We're, we're growing. We have a few. But anyway.
1: We're growers, like, not it's, showers. It's
2: so awesome to like. People that we've known for years yeah. to all of a sudden no, hear it's cool. stories. Yeah. It's, that
3: actually, it's actually, I got to say, I was, uh, and sitting over here, it's like super not intimidating. And well, and, and
1: you're stone fucking sober. Everybody we always have over there is fucked up with this. Lit us. right or, now, uh, for sure. Or, I mean, if you get Andy Lang on here, he's on LSD. So, I mean, no, it's pretty wicked.
0: Untrue. What was he on? N- nothing yeah bullshit he was talking about not uh, never lsd He was talking about like mushrooms and shit like psilocybin and shit he might have been microdosing then but he, was he definitely, wasn't on any of it he's he, definitely high quiet, high. For sure. so I wanna, like andy if you're listening <laughs> we all know the we're andy LSD. that was chad that said that by the way
2: <laughs>
3: but, a, but anyway hey, andy a this is john let's party <laughs> <laughs> yeah the walls are melting <laughs> anyway
2: it's just been like uh it's just been really cool since we've started doing yeah. this because, you know, I see you at a party, a barbecue, 4th oh, yeah, of July, absolutely. whatever. Hey, dude, how's it going? What's new? Ah, oh, nothing. Same it's old a shit. Ten conversation, and then, all right, dude, good to see you. And then we leave. Yep. Like we get like real Little conversations intimate. happening. No, it's, here.
3: it's cool. It's. They call that a deeper dive in some of the training I've been to. Yeah. So let's get into a deeper dive conversation. Peel back the layers and actually get a little bit deeper, not just on the bullshit surface stuff, but actually, you know, what are you all about? Yeah. You know, what do you so, want to do? Yeah. What do you,
2: if, if anybody's listening who isn't in our circle, like go to your buddies and have some good conversations absolutely. over a beer. Like it's awesome. Dude, it's freaking fun.
3: I just know. wish Craig would put his balls away while we're doing. It. <laughs> yeah, I know. If, know, if fashion, Craig wasn't dude, naked, it was so he would make it a lot more comfortable.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is why we need this is why we need cameras. I thought he was wearing a
1: sweater. <laughs> yeah, we need cameras. <laughs> no, he just has to shave for a while.
0: <laughs> See, here's the, so, here's the problem. So here's about where we end it, and then we talk for another half hour right yeah 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 No. well
1: we're no, no, talking no. about your balls now <laughs> yeah all right we're sh- we're, sh- we're shutting it down start exactly. oh now <laughs> we're fucking pissed off if at rick Shut shutting it down he wants
3: to fuck with you he's like the dude from Step Brothers, dude he will uh, take his balls out and oh, rub oh, them on your motorcycle we, seat You're i 100%. know 100 percent. <laughs> or your drumstick
1: hey
2: thanks for listening
0: people we're out love you guys peace go ahead and say now that building is beyond 27 and a half years okay anyway okay so depreciation is gone okay I have my, my loan. I'm still paying on that loan for let's call it thirty years. I have three years left, two and a half years left. It's still a tax benefit. So you're telling me that that's that's that too is welfare? That's so still I've welfare. purchased this building and I've housed people.
5: You are being paid by the government to house people, yes. So
0: you think that's welfare?
5: I think to house people with with no benefit to you is welfare.
0: Hmm.
1: Anybody have an encyclopedia computer? the term no, welfare I, change that no, we want to I, I just uh, have a different <laughs> yeah. terminology. No, I can see. I we can just see, have a
5: different understanding. I mean.
1: Well, I, I definitely,
2: yeah. You're, I, like, any benefit to society in your mind is welfare.
5: Any benefit to any member of society. So I employ, the government I employ
2: 50
0: people. Welfare. Okay. I employ 50 okay. people.
5: You writing off their... Their salaries in your corporation. Is, is is welfare. That's welfare.
0: Okay. Which is awesome because in cannabis you can't. <laughs> so I'm taxed <laughs> on my income and I can't write off so, my expenses.
1: So it sounds like you so, sell that shit to Chris because he ain't cannabis, understanding it right. Cannabis
5: now. is a schedule one narcotic.
0: <laughs> Illegal to the, <laughs> yeah. so so I am, to the federal government. So still to the federal I am, like but okay, Paying in taxes 49 twice, states, I mean, I'm so, paying
1: double tax. You're doing
5: the opposite of, of benefiting society. In the Whose
1: idea, Who's idea that was government? that, you or Chris? <laughs> I'm, I'm betting them you twice. You
5: deserve no welfare.
0: I'm, I'm paying twice, right? I see Trevor's point. I see Trevor's point, point. and I have no write-off on their employment. You yeah, see it. there, so there, my, there is my, welfare. My employee, on, but it, hold on. there's welfare on different is levels. You can, is paying, yeah, you can call
5: it
4: something watch, other than welfare. Hey, but,
0: watch my young nephew. Yeah, so right. Right. I am, I am, my employee <laughs> is, getting, is pay <laughs> is getting paid, right? And they're paying taxes on their income. My employee, okay, I am paying employee taxes, yeah. employer taxes. What are you paying? Employer taxes, which, which is what. A lot.
5: Like what, like name 280 them? grand a year. No. 1099 your employees. 1099.
0: I can't. You can't, W2. No, you, you can't, can't do, do that anymore. You can't do that because they're employees no. of the company. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's laws. There's employment way, laws.
2: Like they're cracking down on the 1099. Okay, so watch, thing.
0: the employee pays taxes, okay? The employer pays taxes on the employee and the write-off for the employer, typically is the employee. Yeah. In my case, so I can't write off yeah. the employee so I'm, paying income, I'm yeah. paying income taxes on my income and can't write off the expense. Don't cry.
1: <laughs> I, I, I was. You're
0: squeaking a little bit. That's
5: so because you can't legally own a cannabis company under federal law.
0: Federal, but you can for state.
5: Right.
1: But yeah. federally speaking. So state you're not getting this hit this is way different. with the state right now. You're only oh, getting hit this way with the I'm federal. Be, I,
0: I, we have to claim it, federal, federal income tax and pay federal income tax. No, I know
1: federal is worse anyhow, but I'm just saying your state. You're not getting hit with the same things like we just oh, said yeah. with the state, for sure. We you are. shouldn't be.
0: 100, percent absolutely 100. We're being tax with employees are paying taxes, employer taxes, uh, state taxes for employers
5: always pay tax.
0: So, so, so
1: I suggest w- you get the employees. fuck out of that system. Yes, yeah, we're getting fucked. You should get out of that.
0: We can't because it's illegal by the federal government. <laughs> you should sell, sell That's back to Sequoia. <laughs> I'm just. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the welfare portion of like. I pay like three hundred grand a year in taxes.
5: Except this premise is
0: true. Any benefit? I'm not going to. I'm pissed off you right now. I don't talk about it. For the sake. You're not his favorite nephew anymore, Chase. You're my favorite nephew. (laughs) And and Ryan. Ryan, You're my favorite nephew. Listen
5: this far into the podcast yeah we're
0: like two and a half hours in we're good i'm just trying to understand your your mindset like I he's get a
1: fucking it. lawyer dude that's what happens lawyers get it get they do it, it. they make their it. money the way they do it
0: i get it i get it to a certain extent i get it and i, and I get we're coming from and i get your your example of any kind of a break is 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 a,
2: is a is a form welfare and a benefit of welfare. To society which welfare in his mind is just benefit to society. Okay. Well,
0: okay. How much weight do you put on benefit to the society of me employing 50 people?
5: Yeah. Through your drug company. Yeah. My <laughs> illegal. Term. Illegal. Oh, he's getting you uh, down, now, uh, uncle Craig. Hey. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Hey, You're definitely not his favorite. Of my illegal number. company, 50 people. Your illegal
5: company, go on.
0: 50 people are getting paid a salary, a legal wage.
5: Good for them. They should get that employment opportunity.
0: Should they not be employed by an illegal company?
5: <laughs> I mean, if they're employed by an illegal company, so then he, they should also get workers comp.
1: Let, oh shit. <laughs> they have it. Good. I pay it. That's all a right. whole separate line item so, my, my taxes. Right, on this on on, oh, on fuck, this, Trevor, on this front funny. right here, Trevor.
2: What's your opinion on uh, like say Jeff Bezos, you know, they not paying any income tax?
0: It's yes. a lie. He, it's a fucking well, lie. Hold
2: on. He, Interesting. Just that it's, not, it's not. It's Craig, not. Craig's allowed on this podcast. That's good. Most of his
5: property. pisses me off. It's unrealized not gains. <laughs> so yes. he's he can mortgage. He's
2: constantly reinvesting, right? He's he, no. Well, he that's why. Even well, need work, to reinvest. first of all, your your analysis of him paying zero taxes is incorrect. I'm just. Amazon's everywhere. I'm just asking a question. I agree with you. Zero taxes is incorrect. I agree with you. Just hold on for a second. Just stop. Go ahead. Say,
5: say he's paying zero taxes he's not who cares because he's borrowing money against his stock in the company yeah
2: he's, right he's
5: not he's not selling his stock and realizing capital gains selling your stock would be a taxable event borrowing against your stock is not to take on margin is not a taxable event
2: right so to is he hurting his own not employees also also to, also to no. take part also to take profit and reinvest it back in the company isn't is not a taxable well, thing he, as, as well.
5: Yeah, because he he is well, not Amazon. He owns Amazon stock, but right. he is not he's not accepting any profits aside from dividends. Correct. From the yeah. company or so maybe who owns a salary. Amazon. So, so here's Public. here's here's Everyone. the point,
2: here's the point that I want to make. Who owns one share of
5: Amazon. Oh, owns okay. Amazon. All right.
2: Here here's the point I want to make based on, you know, what Craig last left with. Do you think it's like Good for someone like Amazon to not pay any taxes, but you know you have to look at it like what is their contribution to society? Well, first if, of all, if, they're, not if, paying, if,
0: they're, they're paying taxes. They pay okay, at least twenty
5: one. They have to be. Okay,
2: income. let's just say for sake of argument, they don't pay any, but they employ thousands of people. Hundreds. They're thousands. putting. Hundred, yeah. They're putting of thousands of people. There's putting food on the table for thousands of people. Like even if they pay zero taxes, yeah, isn't that amazing what they're doing anyways?
5: If they expense all of those salaries, then every one of those employees is paying taxes. Yes, and so taxes are being paid either right. way. Right,
2: their contribution to society is amazing. Like, like I, I don't understand like why people are demonizing, say Jeff Bezos or Trump. Uh, yeah, Tesla. all these people who employ yeah Tesla, Elon Musk, Elon Musk all these people who are employing so many people like food being put on the table mortgages being paid like lives being bettered because of these individuals and like ah they're not paying enough taxes we're not taxing the rich enough well their contribution to society is way better than your fucking ass who's doing nothing but complaining you fucking asshole so yeah i mean that's, that's that's true and like craig for example like He's not paying he's enough taxes. Com- he's a degenerate. <laughs> he's a whining son Federal of a bitch. He's a fucking welfare. He's a whining son of a bitch. Federal asshole. But his contribution to society is greater than the person that's just working for I, him. Working for I like Craig more than like Donald I Trump and that. Jeff Bezos. He's taking so. on the risk. 100%.
5: And so, I mean, if you're... Common stock in SIPCOI, Inc., or I don't know how you're organized, whatever you own in SIPCOI. We have about
0: six different LLCs, but yeah, go ahead. Sure.
5: Should you have to pay tax on whatever appreciation you've realized or unrealized on any of those?
0: St- appreciation, no, because it's not realized.
5: So Jeff Bezos, say he owns a quarter of a $2 trillion company.
0: He should not be paying taxes on un- unrealized income, no.
5: And so then what's the problem? I mean, sure. Amazon is providing a benefit to all of their employees. I'm just saying the these guys are demonized
2: serve. and I don't think they should be.
5: I don't think they should be either. Okay. I think the difference being as most is,
2: people, is we're being taxed on our revenue. So not on net, net income.
1: So what they're doing though, in, in a sense though, is, is correct me, please correct me. Cause I'm again, ignorant in this part. Um, they're pushing out the corporations like the targets and the Walmarts and the, the people that don't take care of their employees right is that that kind of what's uh, happening but that's because subjective amazon's uh, become so big i would agree i see
0: where
5: you're, i see where you're getting and i think
0: trevor, trevor agrees with you but he's, he's where you're he's, going he's, he's is like
5: these companies like tesla and amazon they fight so hard to prevent unionization
0: or keep their wages low to keep R- wait, their
5: wages right low and profit cash high. Cash get cash it, is low get to keep it. their owners Earning good dividends, good, right. good, yeah. good, right. good, good, unrealized I, yeah. gains. I understand that tax. part of it because yeah. I used to be in the union, so I know. And that so part, m- maybe that's why these people are demonized is that they are cutting well, costs. Everybody talks about taxes, but they I mean, they could pay. Yeah, tax, taxes, rate. tax, tax rate. Tax taxes mm-hmm. are just it's just a buzzword. Mm-hmm. I mean, people yeah. just hear taxes and they go, "Oh yeah, raise the tax rate." Or you, you talk to a public – "Oh well, no, no, lower like, the tax rate." What's no, her
2: nut was wearing? You know, tax tax the rich dress. What was her name? The swimmer? A, A, AOC. No. AOC. Oh, fuck that bitch. She, yeah. yeah, she was wearing Yeah, Chad. Around.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Hate her. There's on the podcast. Sorry, I, should, I, should, is Chad I shouldn't hate anybody, but I hate her. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's she's less than smart.
1: <laughs> I don't even call her by her name. I just call her AOC. AOC. Yeah. yeah.
0: Huh. yeah. That's Trevor's favorite. Um attack on command. Ta- ta-
5: tax of the rich. I mean that that's the kind of stuff that you wear if you'd like to get reelected. Reelected. Yeah. Right. You okay. Know. Yes, yes, yes. We're still talking about it almost a year later. Yeah.
0: I mean, so you're talking about yeah. voters that, that want safe, safe spaces. So, definitely tax the rich fits into that safe space.
2: Yeah. I you know, for Can't, all the programs that these people want, you could take every dollar from every "quote" rich person in the it world, would even and it's not
1: enough. Pay for their safe spaces. It's not enough. So, when the Democrat state wants to tax the rich, why are the Bill Gates and all them backfunding them? Because uh,
0: they have all. They they're don't make any they any are the elites. And they they're don't making make any Yeah, they're, they're making so they're much. They're hiding money a lot of it on all, all their all tax all, all their tax breaks. Yeah, <laughs> which is welfare. The, <laughs> yeah, it goes. Like, They're making yeah. money all, all the welfare. That Bill Gates has no
1: employees. It's all welfare. <laughs> so
0: who who cares at that point? Well, if Oh, well, Gates
1: is coming out and saying shit now, right?
0: Okay, well, if you're worth, she'll be suicidal. If tomorrow. you're worth forty billion, do you care about paying taxes on a couple million? I don't
1: know. I would never know what forty billion looks like. So, yeah, dude. All right, Trevor, final thoughts.
2: No,
0: no, no dude, are we done? Are we, yeah, we're I, done. I'm just getting angry.
2: I'm, I know, I'm no, getting, you've been angry for a long
1: time. <laughs> Just wait, 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 no, wait, wait, wait! You do this every okay. time. How about one? Wait, no, no, one, one but, more. What's your What's your next point?
0: No, I don't know, but let's not end it. <laughs> no, we're, we're ending. No, Trevor's here. He's young. He wants to party with us. No, uh, I like to keep party. going. I mean, I, I, yeah. got
5: two, I got two. I got two leashes.
0: Oh, Trevor two has leash. two more yeah, whole space desks.
1: Trevor right. has two more space dust. Trevor, we, we before, can continue the party. But Rick, I'm telling you, listen. to check already. Before Rick shuts down, that's a fair point. What else?
0: What else is there? Yeah, that we're missing. What 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 are we missing from this conversation?
1: Besides welfare,
5: sexism, racism, welfare, um, Ukraine. I feel yeah, like we've, we've talked we've about music. A lot. How about sports? Genuine sports. sports. Oh, okay. women, uh, we women did, sports? Did,
1: did you guys we catch? Did that, we We
5: did that. But did you guys catch the uh, San Diego State game? No. No. They were they were leading Creighton State by ten just. Wait, oh, the final four. Time. Uh, or no, March Madness. Was, I'm sorry. March Madness. Mar- March yeah. Madness. This was uh, St. Patrick's Day. Lost in overtime in the last minute because somehow they gave up 10 points in the last 30 right. seconds of the game. For sure. They put for sure, listeners. Course.
2: Just with that statement right there, <laughs> listeners have checked out. So, hey, if you've made it this far, fucking congratulations. Fuck off, Rick. But uh, <laughs> we're out. Goodbye, everybody. I,
0: I have control of the.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Hit, <laughs> so hit the space bar. Sam is no longer in control. Hit the space bar. Chad, what else have you got to talk about? What else else Um, have you Chad? Jesus, Lord. Rick Rick has to pee, I think. All right. Uh, Peace uh. out. He's trying to come over and fight you to hit the space bar. Peace.